What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. And that's you. With another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I got money. Appreciate y'all for being here. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. Shout out to the members of the Dark Side and all the other clicks and crews around here. And shout out to the Pretty Feet Coach Gang ladies group in here. Appreciate y'all sending me a couple of sneak peeks of the arches of your feet. All right, shout out to the ladies over here that watch the show too, because I know y'all can't help but tune in to my chocolatey milk dud head skin and my gray beard. I know you guys love that. I know y'all want to rub y'all hands all on this milk dud head. I know y'all want to do it. You want to find out why my chocolatey skin is so good. In my mid forties, I know you guys want to do this. Yeah, I know you guys want to do it, but ladies, I got money. Please be within a certain age group. I'm gonna just let y'all know. All right, don't be in the uh, don't be in the suffering succotash age group. All right, we don't want to be in those age groups. All right, not the suffering succotash age group. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group, but in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Yeah, suffering succotash. All right. What, what's going on with these ladies here? Hey, um, I actually saw a comment um on one of my videos of a guy. He he was he's a fan, or he, he says, you know, he enjoys my work. He enjoys seeing my milk dud head over here. By the way, uh, that painting is absolutely fantastic, baby. Uh, of me right there. But anyway, um, he was like, Yeah, but all of this perverted. Talk about the junior college. This is getting perverted. You know what I mean? Despite the fact that I just showed you that uh, they're they're having dudes, drag queens, dance for kids. Absolute silence. All right? Absolute silence. Uh, Yeah, I ain't going to comment on that. But why does Coach keep, keep talking about the junior college? I mean, these people don't understand what a metaphor is. People assume that I'm driving around a junior college all day. All right, hanging out on junior college campuses. You didn't have no smoke for Biden. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> you didn't have no smoke for Biden. You probably still vote. Hey, dude, they still voted for Biden. And they're talking about me at the junior college. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in a race car. <laughs> but they had smoke for me. But understand what a metaphor is. And not only that. Some people are some trained, y'all some trained ninjas. You know what I mean? Y'all some trained ninjas. Y'all, uh, y- you guys assume that, you know, your single mother told you, well, there's value in these people. By the way, this is a non-discriminatory program over here. But you guys believe that your level of attraction should improve with your age. Uh, that's not how it works for men, right? That's not how it works. I'll show you some data related to this, uh, just so you know. Uh, but that's not how men are hardwired. Our level of attraction doesn't increase just because somebody's chronological age increases my chronological age increases my level of attraction doesn't go up the scale right that's not there's nothing perverted about that that's just how we're hardwired matter of fact let me just give you a little bit of data here uh just real quick uh first of all shout out to leonardo dicaprio all right the man that actually honors how he's biologically hardwired he gives a damn about what you believe um and what you train ninjas believe about attraction and they made this wonderful chart Leonardo DiCaprio refused to date a woman over the age of 25. So take a look at this scale here. Leonardo, he ages, but the women, they stay the same age. (laughs) Mm. 
Look, when he was 24, 18, 25, 19, 26, 20, all right, 27, 21, 28, 22. He seemed to be staying around the same age, 29, 23. And this is what happens when you have leverage and options. Look up the scale, 44, still 21, 43, still 20. Um, do you have smoke for Leo? No, because he's rich and wealthy, but you think I'm a broke ninja, so I'm supposed to operate like you. You know, and I'm not critical of the guy because he says he likes my content, but he feels uncomfortable with it. Look, that's your problem, not mine. I don't have a comfort zone. I'm actually open to the fact that I don't have to I don't have to uh, mess around with uh, the ideas that you choose to be conditioned with. All right. Let me give you a little bit more data here. Uh, guys like women in their early 20s, regardless of how old they get. And this is a chart, a, a data, a piece of data that uh, some dating apps uh, conglomerated with all the uh, with all of the the data that you give them with all the swipes. So we know that millions and millions of people are on dating apps. As a result, they use the data because it's free to you. Most of the time they use the data that you give them um, to to make uh, do research, to make charts. And here it is. Here's one of these. As the man ages, it seems like the level of attraction seems to be between 20 and 24. Mm. <laughs> 20 and 24, no matter what, no matter how old the male gets, his his highest peak is 24, 45 and 24. The rest, 20, 21, 20, 21. So listen, uh, here's is right here. As the woman ages there, the age of the male goes up. As she ages, the age of the male goes up. See, they they always want to stay within a certain parameter. Men are hardwired to stay within that 20 to 24. So a lot of people are, are uncomfortable with this. I'm not afraid to admit that this is the standard that I live by, where my preferences are, where my where my magic zone is, where my sweet zone is. And if you're uncomfortable about it because it's someone's daughter, and how dare you? Well, that's your problem. It ain't mine, right? If you want to date 45-year-old women because you're 47, that's your problem. Hey. Have at it, guys. Have at it. Hold on for a second. I got money. Have at it. Do what you want to do. You're not. I'm not forcing you to switch back and and have something nice and tight and firm. If you like sloppy yogurt, if you like old gelatinous rear ends, if you like them to expand as they age, you know what I mean. The waistline to expand as they go. Do have fun. Or or what I find much more hypocritical. What, what I find much more hypocritical is you'll date an older woman and say she looks younger. Well, look, I date this one woman. She's 40, but she looks 30. She looks 30. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Well, hold on for a second. You're saying because she's 40 and looks 30 that, that she has value. Why are you dating her because she looks younger? You're doing the exact same thing. Why don't you date a younger woman? <laughs> what are you talking about? So anyway, with that being said, um, you know, if you want to be trained in the idea that uh, you got to follow what happens, you know, your church has told you you got to date all these rescue missions out here. Go ahead. Have fun. I'll leave them all for you. The Veracruz Vein Brigade have at it. Have at it if you'd like. If you want to keep believing in these things. Me, on the other hand, I'll be at the um, the junior college. And it's a metaphor. Coach is never driving around junior colleges. All right. It is a metaphor for a younger woman. That's all it is. Uh, so anyway, with that being said, with that being said, Leonardo DiCaprio has it figured out. Today's subject matter, we're going to talk about the tragic collapse of the strong and independent woman. Guys, uh, the men of my age, you grew up, you grew up, I, mean, I don't know about millennials and Gen Z. 
But I remember Gen Xers and baby boomers. We heard about this strong and independent, man. They used to beat us over the head. I'm strong and I'm independent. There's actually some very um, out of touch women on dating apps that will still say I'm strong and independent. And I'm like, wow. I mean, how out of touch do you have to be? I mean, that's like saying that. I mean, how are you not trying to find a partner? Those are death words to a lot of men and men will go scrambling as soon as they hear something like that. Jesse Lee Peterson says never date an educated woman. They just don't make good wives or never marry one. They don't make good wives. And as a matter of fact, the statistics bear that out. Okay. Uh, those are some of the most henpecked men in marriages with college educated women. Now, um, there's more and more women becoming college educated, but you also know that college educated file uh, for divorce 90% of the time, right? So when it, when it comes down to college educated women, when it comes down to divorce filings, nine out of 10 times that a divorce is filed and it's college educated, it's the college educated women that files for the, for, for the divorce. Now I've heard people try to defend that statistic and say, well, uh, women in, who are college educated actually have longer marriages. And I say, yeah, uh, having something longer doesn't mean it's better. Or the fact that the marriage still ends doesn't mean they were more successful at it. They just had that being handpecked long enough to divorce, rape his rear end to kingdom come. So even though the marriage was longer, they still filed 90% of the time. I mean, what, what do you defend? What? <laughs> Where? How? Here and now. Wow. And they are having very much uh, a lot of trouble finding men. So we're going to talk about the tragic collapse. We're going to go see Dave Ramsey. We're going to see Dave Ramsey. And uh, Dave Ramsey's going to play a great episode that I put in my community tab of a woman explaining she was strong and independent. Her kids are now heading into adulthood and she's struggling. We're going to bring up statistics, stars, moons, uh, quasars, whatever you want. We're going to bring up all of the data that you need to interpret from the show. But before we get started, I'm going to warn you right here. A lot of people uh, don't know that this is a show that you're choosing to watch. And as such, people like to watch car accidents and train wrecks. People like to watch things that make them a little bit uncomfortable. They cannot seem to take their eye off of it. So people are showing up to the show, hoping that one day I tell men to run back to marriage, run back to the plantation. Well, it ain't going to happen anytime soon. We're just going to give men a reality check. We're going to speak about relationships from the male perspective. We're not talking about women. But obviously, if I'm a man, I probably assume most of the men that watch me want to be in relationships with women. So obviously, this is who we'd have to talk about. Um, you don't have to watch this show any further. I'm not begging you to be here. I'm not begging you to be here. And not only that, if you don't like the longer format of the show, I'm not begging you to watch it. I mean, I pretty much like the audiences that I get. I don't beg people to be here. I don't promote myself. I don't try to get out. I want bigger numbers. I want Kevin Samuel numbers. I'm cool. <laughs> all right. If you don't want to get all of the meat of the program, if you don't want to get all of the details and you just don't have the time, apologies. This channel is not for that. I do have other channels for that where you can get the short formats of these videos. Or you can wait for the timestamps to be put in and somehow piece all of the information together. It'll be somewhat out of context, but you can do that as well. <laughs> uh, we will talk about po politics here. Uh, politics. I, listen, I talk about religion and I'm not an ordained minister, but I talk about religion better than some of you lukewarm Christian church pastors. <clears throat> Nobody seems to complain about that. But when I talk about political, people seem to complain about it. But this is a political issue. Remember, this is not a gender war. It's an agenda war. 
with that being said, I wrote a book called De-Evolution, Feminism's Reverse Engineering of American Women. And the first three chapters was very political. Now, you might not agree, which is certainly fine, but you cannot avoid talking about the dynamics of modern relationships without bringing in politics. So many of you people who had to do Biden and your, your single mother drove you down to the election poll because you were renting out a or you were living in their basement and she made you vote for Biden. She stood in the voting booth and let you go. She let you do Biden. I know you're going to be offended by what I'm telling you because most of you guys are betas. I mean, anybody that ever is on that side um, and they're hardcore about it, they're, they're mostly betas. It's okay. Um, we're teaching you how to be men and be masculine because I'm sure your father wasn't around, you know? And if he was around, he was henpecked. And this is the crises that we live in in America. This is the crises that we're dealing with. Men are afraid to be masculine. Men are afraid to like the women that they prefer to like. All right, we're always having to be apologetic about the type of women we like. All right, even if you date interracially and you're a different race guy, we got to be apologetic. If you like younger women, you got to be apologetic. All right, I'm unapologetically masculine over here. That's how I do it. I don't apologize about anything. I don't, I, I don't. I, I like the way I am. I'm comfortable. I sleep well at night. I sleep well at night with my ideas that I'm comfortable in. And then I live my life according to those principles and the philosophy. I don't let people sway me into their way of thinking. And a lot of men have to get that way. Um, and, or you can stay in beta zone and wait for things to change around you or hope and use the hope strategy. Right? You can use the hope strategy and wait for things to change around you. But I'm going to tell you right now, as a man, that's never going to happen. All right. If you want to align with liberal uh, beta politics, go ahead. I'm, listen, if that's your belief system, I don't I don't I don't belittle you. <laughs> However, I'm telling you, it's a it's a beta philosophy for sure. It, it, it encourages all sorts of um, less masculine behavior and betaism, betaism. It does. I mean, there's it's not even close. I mean, it's it's undisputed. You, you can't even dispute that. It's a beta-oriented tiptoe, walk on eggshells around just about everybody else but men. And if you're offended by it, leave. I don't care. I mean, look, look, if you left right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. The philosophy you live under politically is, is, is to put down everything that's masculine and rise everybody up. Just hand, just hand it out to everybody. I mean, that's what you live by. But it is what it is. All right, you don't have to watch my show. But don't tell me not to discuss politics because this is a political, these issues that we deal with are heavily politically oriented. And I will talk about religion and I will talk about you lukewarm Christians too. So it is what it is, but it's not out of hate. This is out of love. I'm a tough loving person. You know what I mean? I, I don't know any other way to do this. You guys want teachers to teach and repeat things 100 times nicely until maybe you'll get it. I don't teach like that. I, I'm going to say it once. I might say it twice, but if I have to say it three times, you're not going to like the way I said it. All right, That's how I do it. And if you can't get down with what I'm putting, you can't pick up with what I'm putting down, that's just it. I don't give a damn. Right? My give a damn is busted. My give a damn is busted in that uh, type of category right here. I'm not tiptoeing around anybody's feelings. And if you can't get with it, you can't get with it. All right. So I don't I don't know what to tell you. But look, with that being said, for those who are not offended and will love this message to continue. Maybe you live in corporate America and you can't say these things because you're handcuffed and muted as a man. You're neutered. <laughs> you're a neutered male. You go to work for eight, nine, 10 hours a day, completely neutered. 
and you bust out that door. Oh, my gosh. Rip off the damn duct tape from your mouth. I can be a man. Did you go home to your wife and she neuters you, too? Don't say this. Don't be looking at girls naked pictures on Instagram. You get neutered when you go home. <laughs> if you are a neutered man and you love what I say, you got a girlfriend at home. You got to sneak watch me for three hours. You're like, shorten the show, coach. So my girlfriend won't catch me. All right. Well, if you want me to continue to doing this, go ahead and contribute to the show. Dollar sign CGA Live is the way you do it on the cash app. You can also contribute and donate on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. You will see the link at the top of the live chat if you want to get a quick link. That is the way you let your voice be heard. Number one. Number two, if you are a ninja watcher and you're like, damn, man, I really want to support, but all I got is $1. All right, hey, it is what it is. I understand. I was broke at one time, too, until I broke out of my beta zone. Okay. And then also you can hit the like button, which is absolutely free. All right, so those are the ways you can contribute. If you want exclusive member content, go to coachgregadams.locals.com. It'd be Liddy over there. All right, and the hand, I don't have any handcuffs over there. I can curse. I can talk about these straggles and 304s. I can get old crazy about it over there. Also on Patreon for exclusive, exclusive content. That is patreon.com backslash coachgregadams. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Let's get right into, oh, you know what? We got to get to the earlier contributors to the show. How dare I? How dare I? Not acknowledge the earliest contributor to the show, and there are many. All right, so here we go right here. Shout out to Higher Image Status. It says credit card debt and degrees don't work the same. Uh, we're going to give you the, the ugly, ugly datas of many people financially. And I know some people are going to hear these numbers, and they're going to say, that's not me. Oh, it doesn't matter. Shout out to Mr. Ingram in the building. Holding women accountable is considered misogyny. We call it misogyny over here. Misogyny. It is. It is. I mean, I, I cringe at the amount of people that I see lemmings knuckle draggers ham and eggers you know what i mean uh very normal mediocre people and their philosophy you guys act like prices are never going up you guys live your life yeah i'm amazed at how many people are absolutely shocked at inflation gas price increases rent increase like you didn't see this coming you know it's coming down the, down the pike so then you see people make crazy decisions like I'm going to be strong and independent. I'm going to make it on my own. Mary Tyler Moore. Um, I don't need no man. You're just literally looking at them like, oh, shit, boy, you're in for a rude awakening. You're th this is a that's a political take that they're taking. All right. That was fed to them since they were very young. And they believe it. They believe it. I mean, it's it's so it's so unrealistic. It's I, I can't even understand why you would go that route. But the reason reason why you want to go that route is you want to you don't want to be held accountable. You want to be able to make all kinds of mistakes and then come back and have somebody pay for it. Speaking of, speaking of, watch this clip right here. Speaking of, watch this clip right here. This is this is basically what happens. Uh, where is it? Oh, here it is, right here. Okay, let's watch this clip. Where is the clip here? Check this clip out. This is one of the funny clips. I used to have this in the commercial for my book. Uh, check this out. Listen to this lady right here. We tried to help them, and 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 um, I think several other agencies, you know, with paying of her rent and, and the paying of her utilities and stuff, um, you know, did more than their part. But Adam says her life didn't start to fall apart until social service agencies got involved. Her fiance Gary Brown Sr., the man who fathered ten of her fifteen children, 
was arrested. And Adam says she was left with nothing. I don't have any clothes. Uh, That's not my sister, by the way. <laughs> That's not my sister. People been donating food just around here, just helping me out with food. And I don't have anything. We called the Department of Children and Families to see what they've been doing to help. DCF says Hillsborough Kids Incorporated has been helping by paying Adam's rent, even providing her furniture. Adam says it isn't enough. Somebody needs to pay for all my children and my and Gary, all our suffering, all our pain. Somebody needs to be held accountable and they need to pay all my children and my and Gary, all our suffering. She said all our suffering, all, me and Gary's suffering. She has 10 children, okay, between Gary and her. That means she has five outside of Gary, all of her suffering. All I pay, somebody needs to be held accountable and they need to pay. <laughs> oh, they need to be held accountable and they need to pay. Wow. I tell you, man, this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. I'm telling you, man, you guys keep your guards up for sure. Shout out to P.I. Double. He says it doesn't stop at dates. Girlfriends want you to always pay. But there's guys that say they don't pay. Even with girlfriends and their own relationships, I don't pay. You're a lowbrow coach. You pay. You have to pay. No, no, I prefer to pay. And I acknowledge that I'm paying. It's you that don't understand your paying, right? I don't pay. <laughs> Dude, the guy with, what was the rapper name? Trouble? He literally paid with his life to go get a piece of peace leave. And I guarantee you, he had no idea that he actually paid. He still don't know he paid. He up at the pearly gates going, I don't pay. I've never paid for a woman in my life. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not laughing at him, by the way. R.I.P. to trouble. You lose your guys, you will lose your life, limb and everything for a piece of tail and come to me and say, I don't pay. I, I swear to God, I, you know, I, you, you Americans, I always tell you, you Americans are very unimpressive. I don't get it. Shout out to Jay Flo. Biden is coming to California tomorrow for the junior college. Hashtag free eight, uh, free CGA. I think he's here today too. All right. But I don't know the president's schedule. So if it, something happened, I don't know. I don't know the president's schedule. You know it. I don't know it. <laughs> All right. I don't know where he's going to be. Shout out to Curb. He says, uh, today is my birthday. Please bring biblical and cheese. Damn, hellfire and brimstone. I'm going to bring it in here. All right. Talking about the Jezebel spirit. Samson and Delilah over there. All right. We're going to talk about all of that. Uh, who is this? Augustine Romero. Crazy story for you, coach. Where it at? Did you pay pallet? Boob is in the building. Shout out to Boob. We can never be uh, disappointed about them. Uh, Simon Small topping up your jasmine rice fun. Shout out to the ladies that love bowls of jasmine rice. There's nothing like a man in his 40s sitting across from a young college grad and she's scooping down jasmine rice and you're just looking going. Where in the world are we going here? <laughs> right? That was one of the most eye-opening situations. She was like, uh, can, can you get another bowl of rice? She was like, <laughs> she was tearing that rice up. I was like, damn, you hungry, huh? <laughs> After she done graduated, she's like, oh, I just graduated. She, she hit me with this previously. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. 
That's what she sound like before the rice hit the table. All right. Then the rice hit the table. She was, <laughs> was like, oh, my, my gosh. You hungry. You like another bowl of rice? What's going to happen? She came over. Monkey double backflips. It was like, wow. I think she graduated. Where did she graduate from? She, it was a nice university, too. It was like USC, Cal. I can't remember what it was. I was like, boy, you got a nice degree. She was like, you got $40, too? Man, I was like, boy, whose kid is this? Whose daughter is this? And the world's watching. You guys are watching this happen, and you're putting blinders on every single day. People are making decisions just like this. Shout out to James, the Jimmy ZTT. Sorry, he says, if you broke, just say that. Rest in peace to KS and to T-Mon. If you broke, just say that. Shout out to my broke uh, broke girl out here, or she's not broke. Uh, she's saying you ninjas are broke. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. By the way, that's a co-sponsorship from the Jimmy ZTT. All right. I just noticed that. Appreciate you for that. That is a co-sponsorship. Last one. David says supporting the show, coach, every dollar per viewer. All right. That would be, I appreciate that, man. Thanks for supporting the show. I'm going to kick it off. Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off here. Uh, what a world we live in. So uh, we've already broken down the entitled woman that says somebody has to pay for all of her children. We've broken that down. Now, let me let me give you guys a quick history lesson. Sorry, I have to talk about history, too. I just don't talk out the side of my neck. We talked about this Julia, which was a sitcom in the 1960s that featured a single mother raising her single uh, single child. Uh, and we talked about this, and this was in the 1960s promoting this. But let me give you a little bit of more clarity here since I have to talk about history and politics and religion. It all is intertwined. At the time... Julia came out the single or the unmarried birth rate or the uh, the the idea that a single mother's raising her child by herself was pretty is relatively low, very relatively low. You can actually probably say anywhere between 10 percent, 10 percent and 20 percent, give or take probably 10 to 15 percent. Now, whatever these numbers are on this chart in the black community in particularly double the numbers. So you would double the numbers if it's for the black community. Uh, but this represents American America. So in the 1950s to the 1960s to 70s, you would probably say there's 20, 20, 30% single mother rate at the time that Julia comes out and premieres, which get would which, which makes you believe that because later this number is 78%, almost 80%, which makes you believe why would they promote a show like that? Why would they? Why would they put that imagery out there? Hmm. They're seeing this particular decline, or they may be pushing toward this particular invested interest in getting these women to buy in to the idea that they can do this successfully. The numbers were growing; uh, uh, they were growing very fast. So they're like, "Hey, let's go ahead and put this idea out here, showcase this imagery, and maybe we can get more people to do this, huh?" It's an agenda issue. This is not a gender war. It's an agenda war. So then they pushed out to white women, Mary Tyler Moore, which was the same thing, but she was absent the children. But it was, I'm going to make it on my own or we're going to make it on our own. So this particular agenda was definitely shoved down people's throats. 
they never showed the remaining. They never would show the aftermath of this, which we're going to touch on. We're going to show you the aftermath statistically. How about this? The single mother is a hero, right? So you have right here to all the single moms out there. You are truly heroes. This is penned by Amelia Prynn, and this is 2022. So there's some still still some people believing that single mothers are somewhat of heroes. I think it's a actual actually a, a catastrophic approach to this idea that they can be heroes because then it just automatically assumes that the dad is a deadbeat as if they didn't choose to be uh, what they're being. Now, in my world, you're choosing to be a single mother, just like you choose to early terminate the, the pregnancy. You're choosing this. Not many men absolutely leave their responsibilities. If they do, that was the man you choose. Now, we also know a lot of men are pushed away from the kid. And the woman chooses to be a single mom. Or a lot of times the, the circumstances economically doesn't favor the man to continue to be in the house. And so the woman might choose the social services over the services of the father. Or she might just be a vindictive woman and say, I'm going to push the father away. I'm going to make it difficult for the father to be there. And then I'm going to praise myself as a hero. I'm going to need other people to look at me as some sort of super mom and a hero. And then everybody's going to say, oh, you're such a hero. And the father's a deadbeat. But she chose to be the single mom. You don't choose to be a hero. You're either a hero or you're not. So here's right here. Being a mom is hard, but being a single mom is the hardest job in the world. You are left all to, on your own. You are left all on your own. No, you chose to be on your own. You're left. You weren't left. Just like Amber Heard said, you weren't punched. <laughs> You are left all on your own with all the emotional pain. No, you chose emotional pain that you need to put up with and a child who needs you more than ever. No, they need a daddy more than ever. We already know this. They need a daddy too. And it says right here, and every day you catch yourself crying your eyes out. You're choosing to cry. And it says, because life is so unfair to you. <laughs> yeah. But then you see two bright eyes looking at you or in the other woman's case, uh, 30 bright eyes and ask and it says and asking if you're OK. So you stand up. So you're showing emotional pain to a child and you're having your child be your enabler. Your, your child is comforting you. How sad of a human being do you have to be to be crying and bawling your eyes out because you selected a poor mate or you pushed the father out in exchange for money? And now your child has to comfort you. This is America. You chose this. So you stand up, summon up the last bit of strength you have and tell your child that mommy's okay. These are emotional terrorists. This is emotional abuse, by the way. And that you are actually not crying. Something fell in your eye. You lie to your child. Not being able to believe your own lie, but you don't want to hurt him. Because you don't want him to suffer just like you. This is what we deal with. You don't want him to miss his father figure. Why'd you push the father out? Why'd the father leave? Why the father didn't want to be with you? I bet you the father didn't want to be with you, but wanted to be with his kids. But you penalized him for not being with you. And you cut the kid out of the, the father's life. Uh-huh. This is strong and independent stuff right here. This article is abysmal. He says, you don't want him to miss his father figure, so you always go the extra mile to make up for the love he is not receiving from a so-called dad. <laughs> 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 
Yo, yo, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy, but this is the stuff that America is made of. Let's continue. Here's a woman says, I'm a mom, not a hero. If motherhood is the only way women can see, be seen as heroes, something is very wrong. So this woman, Vicki Larson, writes, I'm a, I'm a mom, not a hero. If you find the only way you can be heroic is to be a single mom, something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Mixed messages about single moms. Here's this. A few months ago, GOP presidential hopeful, Ohio Governor John Kasich, Kasich said single women with children are the real heroes in America. Uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, stop bringing political, says, um, when you talk about heroes and heroines, at the top of the list is the single mom of America. Meanwhile, former GOP presidential candidate Jeb Bush found himself backpedaling after his hurtful comments about publicly shaming single moms in the 1990s. And so you have this idea, keep pushing out here, that you can be a hero. Well, what better thing that I can do than have a kid out of wedlock and then try to fight my way upstream and then later on say something like this. It isn't enough. Somebody needs to pay for all my children and my and Gary, all our suffering, all our pain. Somebody needs to be held accountable and they need to pay. Yes, sir. Hold everybody else accountable. I'm a hero and heroes don't make mistakes. So this is the world that we're designing around uh, the modern generation. And then what tends to happen is they make life harder. I told my daughter, the worst thing you can do in this life is be a single mom. Okay. <laughs> I told her that if you do that and you choose to do that, it will be one of the worst mistakes that you've ever made. Okay. You will not get out of this for some 30 years. And you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to experience life in a way that life was not intended for you to experience. You're creating problems for yourself. You're creating problems for yourself that you can absolutely avoid by not getting knocked up by a no good ninja or not pushing a man out of your life because the economics don't work the same. Now, this is tough love. This is the type of stuff that those people, when they hear that, the generation of people hear that stuff today, they call me insensitive. They think I'm out of my mind. Meanwhile, this is what's happening to modern women, unfortunately. Not all of them, but a lot of people are putting their faith in the hands of the government. Here's the politics conversation. And they're not doing their end of the bargain. Government doesn't need to support you. By the way, the government can use you as slaves better than they can get you on your feet. It actually serves the government better to keep you in servitude than it does to free you. Why would they free you? Their bottom line needs you. They need to be able to tax you. The biggest tax force, the biggest tax group are people in your uh, of your ilk. Why would they help you and put you on their feet? Why would they pay you $15, uh, $25 an hour when they can pay your ass eight and keep you in servitude? Here, right here. This is an article, February 2020, uh, 2022. Nearly 2 million fewer women in the labor force. Now, I, I'm not, I'm not going to call this sad because I remember prior to this, prior to 2022, guess what they were saying? Women now hold more jobs than men in the U.S. workforce. They didn't seem to care that more women were employed than men. They didn't care that more men were out here struggling. This was uh, January 2020, right before the C-19 lockdown. And they came out bragging 
All the women independent, show your hands up at me. I think it's throw. And they went out here bragging. Women out here now more hold, they hold more jobs than men. Oh, we are out here killing and these, these so-called suckers out here, these low life, they're out here playing video games. They were bragging. And they didn't feel sorry for the male workforce. They start saying we need to do better. Men need to do better for themselves. And look at the look at the bare look at the barely um they barely had a lead 50.04 right they barely had a lead the little minute lead that they held in this they went out and wrote articles about bragging 50.04 more women than men are working did they feel sorry for the men nope nope no sad articles but guess what here's the sad articles now there's two million fewer women. There goes their number. There goes their statistical advantage. There goes all their bragging. Just like that. With the snap of a barbarian's Thanos uh, uh, gauntlet. Gone. Mm. All that feminist work. Gone. Just like that. A little bit of sniffles. A little bit of pokey poke. A little bit of mask around your face. And all of a sudden, the statistical advantage is gone. And I'm supposed to feel sorry again. You didn't feel sorry for the men. When you had the advantage, no sorry for the men. You were bragging. Now, advantage gone. Now we're supposed to feel sorry. Look at the look at the picture and the imagery they're having here. What else is happening here? We're going to get into this in a bit. I'm going to do a couple of PayPal's here. Now, what the real game is and what anybody that has economics understands is that the real uh the real game of wealth is long-term it's about what you save not what you make it's about your uh, your later years what are you going to do in your later years yeah you have a job now and you island hopped what about when you're 40 45 what about when you're 50 55 what about when you're 60 65 that's where the game is more than half of women expected to struggle financially in later life now that's where the now that's where the hook is. Yes, you're doing good in your 20s and 30s, maybe in your mid 40s, but when you hit 50, what's gonna happen then? Oh, you're gonna hear the sob stories then. Because then you're gonna hear stuff like this. Remember this woman? We did a, a video on her. She has the book called Faking Normal. How to come clean about financial struggle and counseling others and whatever, whatever. Okay. And so she was the woman who 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 was faking like she had she had all of those degrees. Remember, I think she graduated from Harvard. And she had an MBA from Harvard and she went to start her own consulting firm. And then she had a, a little shop where she sold African medallions or whatever it is, and nobody was buying it. She was faking normal. She had her one-bedroom, three-bathroom townhouse that was getting foreclosed on, and she had a dude, a frugal black man from the military who didn't wear shoes, and um, she took his money. <laughs> she took his money, and she took a white woman's money, and they patched it all up, and they helped her prop her up. Okay? Let's go ahead and play what she's talking about here just so you can get a reminder. How did you convey the pain that I'm feeling about where I've landed. I've had men cry and oh, absolutely. Uh, there was a man, he told me I'd been living in his house and out of the workforce and I got a standing ovation there. And then the great recession hit. 
two weeks before that. By the way, there's always going to be a recession. There's always going to be inflation. Prepare for it. I don't care where you're living now. If you're barely making it now, just understand tomorrow you're going to be barely making it a little bit more. So you should always be preparing for the future, right? If you don't have any future uh, uh, plans, savings, uh, ideas to hedge against inflation, recessions and whatnot and war and bad times and disease, famine, plagues, whatever it is, if you don't have the money, you're going to get screwed over. I was at an event at MIT. These were which means to say it's not an excuse. That's what I mean to say. It's not an excuse. Well, then the recession here. Okay, yeah. You and every other ham and egger got, got crushed, crushed by it. Former high earners, long-term unemployed, and... She a baby boomer, this long, slow-ass talking. All right, get to the point. Hearing the two conversations close together, uh, they were almost exactly the same. It did Baby boomers talk slow. You notice that? They don't never take... And they... Because they think... I got your attention. I'm going to drag this shit out. All right. Come on, man. Put some words together. Matter whether you gave up salmon or catfish. What you talking about? The same conversation. What? So were you surprised when you went to Martin, Tennessee and saw that factory workers were feeling and talking exactly the same way? I have a very urban appearance. Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> you know, I got the hair and diamond nose bows. You yeah. know, I didn't know. Baby boomers always be like, look, somebody's talking to me, so I'm going to drag this shit out. All right, this is my opportunity. All right, what are you talking about? Let's continue. Where are you financially now? Oh, this is important. So this was the woman. This is the important part. I, I didn't have it marked up. This is the woman says she's faking normal. Now watch her start shuffling when the guy asks her, where are you now? You got attention. You got people watching your, your, your speech. Uh, where are you financially now? Watch this. Wait a minute. This guy was a former high earner. Oh, wait. Living Damn, in his I car. messed up. In his car. I don't think it's going to be that for really any of us. I would say a bit better. Oh, wait, here. Sorry. Living in his car. Living in his car. I messed up. So man. where are you financially now? I would say a bit better. A bit better. You still living off of uh, Elijah. You still living off of your Elijah. And you still living off probably that white woman that you probably... It'd be in bed with, by the way, uh, a bit better. Uh, if it's not extremely better at your age, you're in trouble. Okay. So it's it's still feast or famine. Uh-huh. That's is, most of it us. It is not the Cinderella story, bow on the end. Uh -huh. I know that's what people want. Uh -huh. I don't think it's going to be that for really any of us. Uh-oh. You know what I heard? This is This is all I heard right here. This is all I heard. Wait, where is it at? I, marked, I missed my mark right here. This is all I heard her say. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. She put them tap dance shoes on quickly. She was like, let me put them boomer tap dance shoes. What? Wait, wait. What did you say? I thought you were coming clean about your financial struggle. Uh, but you ain't coming clean, bro. And guys, you guys have a lot of women in your family that are like this one right here. All right. And they're going to be like that. 55, 60, 65, 70. Where I am is uh -huh. I can see a pathway forward. I like what I'm doing. All right. Let's take a look here. She likes what she's doing. She, she's a I don't. Was she going to tell you how she gets paid? 
Uh, somebody says, not my family. Here she is. You know, she's a little out of touch, out of time here. You know what I mean? Like this dress, this dress, you dress like an old human resource director. All right, come on, bro. You definitely got aged out of your job. Now, let's take a look at the audience right here. Take a look at the audience. There's a one. I thought this was a man, but it's a woman with the ball spot. There's a man over there with his clown hair right there. There's a man here, but mostly older women. Okay. Continuing. A lot. I feel like I am contributing. Here's it. Here it is right here. Here she is talking. Woman, 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 woman. woman. There's a man, woman, woman, man, man, woman. I think that's a man right there. Can't tell. And she's got the attention. She's shining. People mm -hmm. are getting that affirmation. Mm -hmm. I feel like I am creating a really interesting casserole of work. And you're making money by doing speaking engagements? I mean, consulting on this so, very so, issue? So it's a so it's combination. Uh, uh. <laughs> Hold up. You know what I heard? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Wait, wait. Let's go through that again. Say it again. What? Wait, you what? A really interesting casserole of work. And you're making money by doing speaking engagements? I mean, consulting on this so, very so, issue? So it's a so it's combination. Mm. I sell some books. Right. Some, some books. Okay. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I sell some books. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, I do some speaking. Some, some. This is what I do, ma'am. This is what I do every day. All right. Come on. What else you do? What else you do? I teach. She, I teach. She's nodding her head. And then I have and then, one remaining consultancy from uh -huh. before. Mm, no. No, I ain't buying that, bro. Look at his face. <laughs> Look at his face. He's staring at her white Martin Luther Lee. That's the white Martin Luther Lee stare. He looking at her like, bro. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. He looking at her like, wait, bro. <laughs> he like, so you sell feet pictures on the internet. He's like this right here. He like, chick, you said what? I'm sorry, uh, that don't sound like a lot of income to me, all right? That sound like you brokeity broke. He like, what about your savings? What about your damn Charles Schwab? What about your 401k? <laughs> He's like, ma'am, yo, you shuffling hard right now. Let me listen to that one more time, sorry. Let me see what she did. Look, look at it. He's like, uh, white people, all, white dudes always trying to be looking at you like this. You know, they always tilt their head down and look at you. That's when you know it's serious. So you save some money, right? Making money by doing speaking engagements. I mean, consulting on this so, very so, issue. So it's a so it's combination. I sell some books. Right. Okay. I do some speaking. I teach, and then I have one remaining consultancy from before. <laughs> He's like, that don't sound like no money. The cobbling that together Cobble. is enough. Enough to kind of keep me kind of. I'm okay. Oh, no, that's gonna be a no. How you doing? I will. How you doing? So, this demands that she finesse. This demands money she's taking. He lives out in the park. He don't wear a shirt or shoes. 
This is the man that's supporting her. Let's play it. But according to White's friend, Elijah, whom we bumped into at the park, she has found her purpose. At first, it was like, uh, 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 I, I need help. <laughs> yep. At first, it was like, I need help. I just need a little bit of help. I need a little bit of help. And she'll dangle that peace leave out there. And this is who she'll take money, bro. <laughs> but then now she's got. Look at how she's looking. She's like, the things I done done to that man. The things I done done to that man. She can still taste it. It's in the back of her mouth. <laughs> she like. <laughs> the things I done had to do. All right. She can still taste the mouth. <laughs> okay. Got enough of a footing. And she see how there are millions like her. Yeah. She's, oh, i got a purpose. I got to do this. <laughs> All right, so she she definitely in Seattle, Washington or something with all these libs out here, right here. Life hasn't turned out quite as White expected. She scrimps, doesn't save, but she's drummed up work that matters. You know, oh, my God. She scrimps, doesn't save. She goes, sees the homeless dude, and she out here got time to be dancing to bongos. <laughs> she got time to dance. That line was coming, right? Living a rich life on a modest income and not faking normal anymore. Yeah, I think she very much faking normal. For, are you are you joking? This is the world we live in, man. And I'm listen, I'm not listen, I've been living in my I lived in my car. All right, there'll be there could be a chance I'd do it again, but I I I don't I'm never getting married again, so that's not gonna happen. All right, but what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. I'm not making fun of people's financial situation. I'm making fun of the ideology that they have, that they think things are going to just turn around and they're going to be okay. And people will push this BS to them. This is the future single mothers. I'm sorry. Yeah, single mothers for sure and strong and independence. That's what they have to look forward to. You got to have to look forward to visiting a dude that doesn't wear a shirt and a sh no shoes who describes himself as extremely frugal. And you got to have to serve him. I mean, gosh. How did she even have the pride to go on television like that? Unbelievable. Shout out to the PayPalers over there. Uh, let me make sure I don't say government names over here. Shout out to, uh, we'll call uh, Chadwick. He says, appreciate you, coach. Here's a little something for the Jasmine Rice Fund. Appreciate you for being here and supporting Again, Cali, no, no, it's not Cali West, but we'll get to Cali West in a minute. I just watched another video of yours too, by the way. Couldn't figure out how to put a message on Cash App. So this is the brother that had the story. He says, to summarize my story, I'm 20. I just got set up for a Me Too case from my ex. So I've been, I'll be watching the collapse from behind bars. She said, she, uh, she said she'd never do anything like that to me. Give me the Mario sound. Well, let's hope that something turns around for you, sir, so that you don't end up behind bars. But when it comes to Me Too cases, and if you don't have a lot of money to defend yourself, you could experience a, a bad situation. Um, so I don't know how detailed it got, but that sounds not like a good situation. I feel bad for you, brothers. Let's, let's throw up a nasty boy's praise for your boy. Make sure he comes out of there unscathed. 
All right, Callie West says, but coach, I'm guilty of appreciating when you show, when your show goes into double overtime. He says, I either watch or listen live while I'm at work. Not many content creators can keep viewers engaged for three and a half hours for sure. And he says, shout out to the CGA, the coach gang, and the nasty boys. Oh, yeah. And please bring political, religional, and you fake cheese, uh, you fake cheese style here. All right. Appreciate you there. I don't, I don't know if there was a mistake at the end, but all of these things have are all intertwined. If you just want to attack this with one angle and not solve it, it is what it is. Appreciate you for watching all the time. And he has a channel. Go check out Cali West Miami. I believe that's his channel. Shout out to its crunk man. Four, he says, thanks, coach. I find uh, I find myself realizing most women are looking for a Chad that is a simp for only them. I know you don't like to talk about seeking, and I'm a member that catches you during the week. I was wondering if you could br briefly talk about uh, experiencing Asian girls on seeking. I talk about that on the member stuff because it's kind of one of those things that, you know, people should, if you want to, if you want to go into it, I talk about dealing with all races of people over there, uh, what my experience has been. It's not what you think. Um, it's not what you think. And uh, those particular people tend to go for a higher premium, just so you know. They're the most selected. We broke it down on the main channel, or on this channel, about the race selection of dating. And Asians are the highest selected, highest sought after women on dating apps. So when it comes to that over there, High price. Those are high priced. <laughs> pay up. The only thing is, I don't think the performance is going to be on par with the pay. That's my that's my beef with them. <laughs> All right. Shout out to uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Shout out to you. The performance is not going to be on par with the pay. That's what my that's what my experience has been. Where are we at? Amari says, Coach, look at this BS if you're able to click the communitize done after seeing this and don't worry, nothing is explicit. Um, I can't click on it. I can't click on it. I can try to copy and paste, but even then, it might throw my stuff off of here. But um, it's hard to do it in the middle of the show because then I get sidetracked. But I can't click the link, so apologies for that. Where are we at here? A couple more, and then we'll get it going. Oh, man, I don't even know what you want to be called here. You got four names here. It's Chairman Mo in the chats. I'm listening to your show from China. Uh, congratulations. Speaking of Asian women. So this is the evening show for me. This is my second donation. I made one about a week ago, but I forgot to put a message along with it. It was a 750 one. Anyway, I want to thank you for all your edutainment. Ever since I started watching your videos about three years ago, I also want to thank you for the free shout out that you gave me back on April 27th. 2021 you have been an inspiration and you have kept me on my grind thank you for everything and keep bringing the smoke to all these goofballs out here shout out to you brother new, new world, new world shout out to chairman mo over in china hey man they let me go in china they're letting y'all watch me in china all right i better say good things i better be on my lebron james right because you know they'll come collect me up in china if i was in china they come collect me up. There's actually a guy who wants me to tr translate my book. I've been really dragging my feet on this one. He watches the show. He wants to translate my book into Chinese. And one of the things I was like, don't send it over there. They come looking for me. <laughs> right? They'll come looking for me. Drag my ass up. You think that you think these people are bad. New, new, new world, new world order. 
the CCP will bring the major smoke. All right, I'll be in the CCP gulag in no time flat. <laughs> I can't go over to China talking this, can I? Can I roll over to China real quick? They had a masculinity issue. I could go over to China. Oh, I had me some fun over in China, boy. Woo, woo. I had me some fun over in China, boy. The feet over there, the junior college. What the China junior college looking like? We global around here. All right, we international around here. What the junior college in China is looking like? I'm not going to go. Nah. Remember, I had a one girl try to invite me to Saudi Arabia. I was like, nah. <laughs> she was like, you'll be my special guest in Saudi Arabia. I was like, nope. Nah, I'm good over here. All right, so let's go uh, to a clip. I'm going to catch up on all of these. This is going to be a clip of Dave Ramsey. Now, of course, they don't like me to share their videos. Um, so, uh, and do commentary or fair use. So they tend to copyright or block me anytime I do so. So we're going to have to listen to the audio of this one. And I shared this on the community tab. I want you to listen to this woman's story. Her story is not out of the ordinary. Ever since I've been dealing with, uh, young women, college graduates and a little bit head, I know they're struggling. Uh, the sad part is I know women in my age group that are struggling. They're faking normal. Yes, they are. And it's okay, ladies. I'm not, I'm not demeaning you, but that strong and independent thing, y'all got to let that go because it's certainly not true. And the ones that are tr somewhat true, you're turning tricks in, in one way or another. And it's okay because I fully participate in the trick turning. That's what you want to do. That's what you do want to do with your life. Okay. You actually write in my rabbit hole. All right. That's fine with me. I'll pay you for, I'll pay you a severance package to not have to deal with you anymore. So I'm good. Listen to this woman. Let's go ahead and play the video here. We're going to play the audio. Is with us in Atlanta. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Uh-oh. It's already Michelle in Atlanta. You already know. You already know, bro. Michelle in Atlanta. This is not going to be good here. Look at your boy, John Deloney. He's flashing his marital ring here. And there's your boy, Dave Ramsey. I'm sure they're going to blame a man for this. Let's go ahead and continue. Hello. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, I'm calling to ask a question today. Um, did, she, did she say ask, ask? I'm going to re rewind that. I think she said ask, ask. I want to know how. Hello, how are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm calling to ask a question today. She definitely said ask. Hold on for a second. Let me show you the picture of John. Sorry, sorry, sorry. for No apologies necessary. Uh, let's show you here. This is the screenshot. There's Dr. John. She said X. So this is going to be good. And she had the uncomfortable laugh. Here we go. Um, I'm, I want to know how, what is the best way to tackle a debt as a single mother of an 18-year-old starting college in the fall? Okay, you're in trouble already. So... You have debt. You have an 18-year-old starting college. So you have no plan for your child, which is very common of single mothers. They only wanted to see the kid get to 18, right? How long do I have to keep this kid away from the dad? And how long does the dad going to keep paying me child support? Now, once the kid turns 18 and they go into college, they scrambling. <laughs> Uh, now they want to ask questions. 
because they're less a couple hundred dollars of child support. Let's go ahead and continue. An annual income of twenty four to twenty six thousand and a total debt of fifty six thousand four hundred and six dollars. Wow. Okay, uh, 24K in income, 50K in debt, 18-year-old going to college, single mother. All right, uh, any more boxes that she wants to check? Let's go ahead and continue. What's the uh, 56000 on? That student loans, car total, and a loan. How much is the car? Okay, so she's got, man, she's, boy, she's, she's swimming upstream here. Uh, 50K in student loan debt. Did she say a car? She said a car, didn't she? What car do you think she has? You know she got that Nissan Altima. You know she you know she has a Nissan Altima. The car is 15,000 now. Okay. All right. Wow. Um $15,000 Nissan Altima car payment. $800 a month. At 72 months, you extend that over, you finance the mats, the stereo, all of that. Yeah, she in trouble. Well, you, you've been fighting this battle a long time, hadn't you, kiddo? <laughs> he, he talking to her like a slave master. You've been fighting this battle a long time, kiddo. You know when people use that country accent, they're trying to be endearing, but they're putting you down. You know, you've been fighting this battle a long time there now, kiddo. All right, you bed warm, you bed warmer wench. You know what I mean? What what kind of what what kind of slave master talk is that? You've been fighting that battle a long time, there, kiddo. He means to say you're a dumbass. You're beneath me. You're low. But I'm gonna be not as mean to you. Maybe I can get something from you. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You raise that kid your whole his whole life by yourself. I have. You're a princess warrior. Yeah, you're a rock star. Wow. You hear it? There it is. She, they don't know nothing else about this woman's life other than she's a financial wreck. But she's a princess warrior, a battler, a hero. How? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, how? And he asked, did she raise that child your whole life? And she paused. Uh, I, I have. You chose to raise it. Where was the father at? Where the father at? Again, where was the father? Was Did he want to be there and you wrestled custody away from him? Did he run? Was he a pookie? W what happened? You chose all of those. But no matter what the situation is, you chose it. This is, is he dead in jail? What? This is absolutely abominable. Let's yeah. listen to that part again. Right. Wow. Um, well, you, you've been fighting this battle a long time, hadn't you, kiddo? I have. Yeah. You raise that kid your whole his whole life by yourself? I have. You're a princess warrior. Yeah, you're a rock star. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much. So I'll give you. I thank you so much. What can I do? Can I suck you off for a couple of get me out of debt? Thank you. Thank you. I'm a hero. You're a rock star. How? How are you a rock star? Come on. Mathematical observations. And then okay. we have to convert those to real life, okay? Okay. Mathematical observation number one is if I woke up in your shoes, I would be looking for what my next new career is because your income sucks. So I could focus on my career. Uh, that's part of the problem. I mean, 
she chose a bad field. Not only did she choose a bad man, she chose the fat bad field. If she's got an eighteen year old, then she's making twenty four k, right? So yeah, she's in she's up shit street. But why solve the problem by creating another problem, trying to get her to get more income? That that's not going to solve the problem. All right, giving more people more money that have bad habits is not the problem. What she needs to do is go find a man. That's what she needs to do. But nobody gonna tell her to do that anyway. Right. That's not a shaming thing. It's I think you're probably worth more than you're getting paid, especially if you went and did something else. I'm totally trying to, that's a not a not nice way of saying you don't make much don't make enough money. Okay. Hard to make it on twenty five thousand bucks. Yes. Out there in today's world. Okay. What do you do? I'm a dialysis technician. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's a nurse. All right. So we got nurse. Check that box. We got nurse, single mom, Nissan Altima, student loan, low income, formally on child support. They didn't mention that part, but she is formally on child support. No college savings saved up in Atlanta, Georgia. What else we got? Is there a dog? There's got to be a dog. There has to be a dog in this one. I mean, that would be absolutely relentless ridiculous if there's no dog let's go ahead and continue what could you do to gear she's a tech not even a nurse she's a nurse she's a she's a medical assistant up uh some further certifications maybe in the medical field that would increase your income almost immediately any ideas only fans only fans i mean like Um, if you took a six-month class at night by christmas you'd be making double or something i mean is there stuff like why would okay more income, more education, not the solution. No, that's how she got in trouble the first time. That out there? I mean, there is certifications in the healthcare field, like um, medical billing and coding. No, which I'm into. No, I'm talking about like moving up in you, what you do is a hands on, you assist in a medical procedure today. Yes. And if you were assisting in a different medical procedure or further in depth with that procedure and made more, I'd be happy with that. If you like doing what you're doing, that is. And I got a feeling you've been doing it a while. Uh, Two years. And a lot of hospitals have, uh, you know, go back and get your bachelor's and we'll pay for it, but you owe us two years afterwards, things like that, that you could possibly. You mean indentured servitude? I mean, that's slavery. That that's, that's, that's somewhere near indentured servitude and slavery. But that's neither here or there. You guys keep doing stuff like this, and you keep getting the same results. But that's neither here or there. Let's continue. Yeah. We pursue here, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so thing number one, mathematically, agree with me. We're going to work on our income because that's okay. part of your equation. There's two parts of the equation, the income and the outgo. So if we get the income up, some of this starts to solve itself, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like if you made 50000 instead of 25000 no kidding, right? Uh, you yeah. kind of already knew that before you called me. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> but uh, come on, Dave, you're a genius here. Come on, man, get, let's get some real answers here. My point yeah. is, I think you need to be actively saying, "Hey, ten years from today, I want to be making seventy five thousand, and here's the five steps I've got to do to get there, and doing whatever that is. I don't care, and it's something you like. Don't do something you hate. But I'm saying, go make some more money. Number one, number two. The longer you are in $25,000 income range, the more you have to look in the mirror and say, I can't afford a $15,000 car when I make $25,000 a year. 
when you have in when you have items that are going down in value that you pay payments on cars uh, anything with a motor or wheels it, it it that are more than half your annual income it makes it very difficult in other words your car is a big you know what she needs to do? She needs to join a harem. That's what she needs to do. She needs to be a concubine. I mean, that would be better at this point in her life. Because what they're talk talking about is absolutely nothing. She can't sell the car because she's underwater in the loan. I can guarantee you. The car is worth $9,000. She owes $15,000. It doesn't matter. She's underwater in a loan. She'd be giving it away and still owe the finance company money because she's probably paying 24% interest on that car there's no way she's got to keep that car all right she got she got five more years to pay it off she probably hides that car from being repossessed every week your problem as a percentage of your income yes so if you made seventy five thousand, i wouldn't be worried about a fifteen thousand dollar car debt we just knock it out but at 25 that's some pretty heavy lifting you I mean you got a you got a medium-sized hole and a small shovel these are my math observations okay? okay so you can do the stuff we teach right where you are but it's just going to be very hard because you're nothing. just making month to month has been hard for a long time that's why i call <laughs> dave literally has nothing for this she's like he wants to say you know what just i don't know what to tell you move to mexico i don't know you're a warrior princess. Warrior princess. You've been fighting it. I know what your budget looks like. There's no room in your budget. Yeah. yeah. How did she make it this far? How did she make it this far? I mean, how did you have fifty thousand dollars of that? You were only making twenty four, and you had a child. How was you making it this far? I, I got to question that. I already know how it happened. You definitely were on social services and child support. I mean, it's it's absolute. By the way. She probably has the guy on arrears on child support. He's going to be paying child support to that kid's 30. They got to get your income up and your outgo down. And the more we do of each of those, the more money we find to throw at getting rid of the debt and then throw at building wealth so that you retire with dignity. Retire. So can we go to part? Can we go to part three now? Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. You got a kid heading into college, right? Yes. That's a problem. I do. And for 18 years, you've, scratched and clawed and said this this generational stuff stops with me i don't think she said that no <laughs> she did not say that not at 24k no she didn't she did not prepare for this moment and my kid's mm -hmm. gonna have something better is that right right do not go sign a bunch of parent plus loans that you will never be able to pay back for some expensive school so the son husband is ruined. His future is absolutely ruined. He's going nowhere. That son husband is going nowhere. That man, that's her man for life. Okay. Okay. The conversation that y'all need to have right now about going to school is here's the financial reality of our world. And whatever state we happen to be in, here's what a community college looks like for two years. And hear me say, my mom went to community college and then went on to work at one of the biggest companies on the planet. Then got a PhD and is now in her 70s still a professor. So, I so anybody on my career. that ain't going to happen. Bags mm -hmm. on community college doesn't know what they're talking about. And you mm -hmm. can do it for 
a fraction of the cost of, of, of a larger institution. I know this game because I worked in it for a long time. And they look at moms and dads and say, they will mortgage their souls for this picture of what this kid's going to get. And I'm telling you, don't do that. This, we're, breaking, we're breaking cycles here. Is that, you hear what I'm saying? Yes. I want your kid to go to school. If, if college is in y'all's future, I want him to go. I think college is great, but I want you to go to a school that, that y'all can afford to. He can work his way through community college for the first two years if it's not free in your community or your state. Boy. So if I load you up with a bunch of material. Somebody said the Army and the Navy's calling. Yeah, military is it. That's it. That's all he Will got. you use them and learn about getting out of debt and getting him into school debt free? I will use them. I will use them. I will use them. Okay. Because I'm going to load you up as my gift because I think you're a pretty impressive lady. Dave going to load her up. All right. Amazing. So, um, well, so. so here, I'm going to, I want to sign you up for Financial Peace University for a year. And it includes every dollar of the world's best budgeting app to help you manage your month money and learn. Okay. Wow. Um, man, that, that person and what I want always wanted people because people, this is what they're going to say. I'm a little cold hearted over here, right? I'm a little cold hearted. I've dug myself up from absolutely the lowest points. So I'm a little bit cold hearted. What I'm going to tell you is what we don't know was what she was doing between the years of 16 and 40. I can guarantee you she didn't have a care in the world. I can guarantee you she was living off that little child support money. I can guarantee you she was traveling. I can guarantee you she might have been hopping up and down off Johnson's. She was partying. She was going to the club. She was drinking. That's the stuff everybody wants to leave out when they want to sob story me. Well, coach, man, don't you understand? But I saw your ass at the club and not the bank. I saw your ass in these streets and not at work. I saw your ass not at the college education, not at the school. I saw your ass taking out student loan debts and buying uh, clothes at Macy's. I saw you doing it the entire time for 20, 25 years. I saw the bullshit. Now you got a sob story. And that's where I tell people, no, no sob stories because you had a chance and everybody gave you more than one chance. And now you want a sob story. No, man. No, man. People need to have accountability. But we don't give that, especially the women who put themselves in this situation. How do you put yourself in that situation? And now you want a sob story. All right, come on, man. This is not working. The whole thing is the whole thing's not working. It's falling apart. It's crumbling like crazy. Let's do this. I'm going to do one more thing here. I'll, I'll play this one right here. Here's another one, uh, uh, another sob story. And before I share this sob story, I want to show you this data. I'm going to show you this chart. I show you charts here. I just don't talk. Right, watch this. Uh, let me flash this up on the screen. Pause. The U.S. homelessness figures in 2018. Watch this. Homeless people. 70% of homeless in America are men. 70%. 30% are women. I want you to keep that in mind. This chart says something like 70, 29, one transgender, 1%. Um, uh, the, the, the crises of the homeless highly impacts men. When you say that, nobody gives one damn about you. You're disposable. You can dig yourself up. There's no stop stories. Even if you can't afford your child support, you better figure out how to pay it or you go into jail in which you get a house. But they got bars around you. Check this out. Pay their rent, that have a job, and yet are being forced to sleep in their cars. And that's where Michelle and her kids have been sleeping from time to time. It's small. What's small? 
that Nissan Altima, what's small? Uh, that's the only damn thing that's small going on. There's <laughs> the uncomfortable laugh. See, you Americans, I swear to God, you Americans laugh at your own failures, and you want me to take you seriously. That laugh is a painful laugh. It's an embarrassing laugh. But how am I supposed to take you seriously? And sleeping from time to time. It's small. <laughs> it's not very comfortable. And it's hard on the kids. Kids? Did you say kids? See, this is the problem. How did you get them kids? You had to procreate. You had to have the procreation process somewhere in some shelter. By the way, them kids look like they got two different daddies. That's just an observation. I might be wrong. But these kids are young as well. So somewhere you had enough shelter, uh, I mean, in the last two years to make two kids. Are these twins? I can't tell what's going on. Two-year-old Zagan and one-year-old Zyland. They- two and one. These aren't twins. They ask me, you know, are we going home? <laughs> and I have to tell them, you know, mommy's looking for one. If there's one thing. Are you looking for the pappy? Where's the da- where's the pappy? Somebody just said that. Where's the daddy? Where's the daddy? He stuck around long enough to stick around. But he didn't put two babies in you and he dashed out. Where the daddy at? I can guarantee you she probably had daddy uh, and uh, she probably had shelter at daddy's house. And she said, I can make it on my own. And she left. And guess what happened? Thing that brings Michelle some comfort. It's hearing from others in the same situation. And you work full time with a good job, um, but you can't afford to live anywhere. <sighs> America needs a very much. We need a reset. We need a reset in America because the entitlement is out of control. All this opportunity here, and I guarantee you, these people shot themselves in the foot five, six, seven, 15, 20 times. They say, I don't have to do that, and I ain't going to do that, and I ain't going to do that. You shouldn't get knocked up before you marry. I don't care, and that's my baby. I can make my own choice, my body, my choice. And then guess what? Sob story, less than two years later, they sobbing. They sobbing. Sitting around watching TV and Netflix and all of that and got your iPhone and scrolling on social media all day, waiting for the... Biden to throw down the money bag of reparations and it don't come your way. He's going to pay off your student loan debt. It never happens. All this hopium. And then when you finally hit rock bottom, tears. That and some good humor. Somebody's, she's eating. She's eating. She definitely is eating. Or I don't know what she's doing to look like that, but that does look like at least some cheap food is being had. And Tyrone definitely coming in to sneak over. You know, and we're not asking for a mansion or anything fancy. Just four walls and a roof. Anything better than just four wheels. <laughs> Pain. Oh, and, and, and people were asking me, uh, you know, they're wondering, okay, what about the, da- the daddy? Where's the father? Where's her father at? Where's her father? Answer that question. She probably said, I don't need you, daddy, and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to, and blah, 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 and I'm strong and independent. I'm going to do what I want. I don't need to to listen to you, daddy, and she skedaddled. 
<laughs> Come on. She's skedaddle. I don't got to listen to you. I don't got to do what I what you say. And guess what? She out there living in her car. And you be like, the daddy should go rescue her. Nope. Daddy tried. I tried to warn your ass. <laughs> now you got to live this shit out. Man, I'm going to tell you, man. All right, let's do a whole bunch of cash apps. Shout out to the dictator. Coach, join us. Just do Biden. The Matrix awaits. All right, the Democrats are about to get rickrolled in the election for doing all this bullshit, but that's neither here or there. David says, supporting the show, Coach, every dollar per viewer. All right, yeah, that would be nice. Sheldon uh, Stalling says, informed ninja watcher, LOL. Thank you, man. Noel, uh, the junk man, says, keep bringing political. The Biden voters failed. They got one track mind. Seth R says, hey, Coach, can you please discuss death by simp from the angle of the ex-baby mom, ex-wife having a new boyfriend? So I do talk about that. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it today. I actually talked about it yesterday, but um, but uh, a lot of times they will pit the ex-boyfriend against you by poisoning his head about how toxic you were. And then um, if you don't sit down and have a beer with that man and try to de-escalate, de or if you're overly emotional when that man is around your kids, which 80% of you people will have that situation happen, especially if you're melanated. 50% of you will have that situation help happen if you're just an average American. And a new man's around your kids and you get emotional when you confront him, one of y'all going to die at some particular point. Sometimes you guys got to cut your feelings off. You know what I mean? Like, you guys got yourself in this situation. Shout out to Felipe Reyes. He says, uh, Daishiki of, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, Daishiki of, don't be a minister, <laughs> menace, needs help, coach. And he says, uh, oh, that was it. The Daishiki from don't be a menace, needs your, oh, that was the guy um, that liked the uh, white trailer park trash girl, Loud Pockets. In my age group, I'm a 10, baby. I'm a, did she say freaking? I'm a effing 10, baby. Newski says, look up Bandman Kivo gets lipo. Celebrities are frauds. Is that a rapper? <laughs> that sounds like a rapper to me. Dreddy says, uh, this agenda is literally creating a new underclass. Um, if you guys, if you guys want to know about servitude and slavery and political and all that stuff, I would suggest that you guys see a guy named Dane Calloway. He's pretty much a controversial guy. But Dane Calloway explains how servitude and slavery was simply just employment. And there's another movie clip that actually explains that. That was an employment choice that people made, unfortunately. It's not exactly how we have been told it was. And uh, he also explains that how you were educated about slavery was actually um, Printed in books that were funded by the the Rockefellers, the Industrial Revolution-based philanthropic efforts. That's where your education comes from about a lot of these subject matters. Okay. And where did they find out this information? How did they get the information? Dane Calloway is one of, he says, they not ready for Dane Calloway? Dane Calloway, he really makes you think. That's his, actually his tag. Go watch some of his videos. And what you're participating now in is almost, is very little different from 
wage slavery. Now, chattel slavery is somewhat differently, right? There, there were some people that had more of a plantation chattel type slavery. But indentured servitude is what a lot of people participated in. And they got finessed by the, they switched the, they said you were participating in the indentured servitude and eventually finessed them because of their ignorance. And then they were in slavery. Now, let me just say this, because I know people are going crazy. I know people are going crazy, the pro-blacks and people that want to be victims. Let me tell you this before I before you go crazy. What you're doing today is pretty much the same thing. Some of you guys got the student loan debt. You got servitude. And then they finessed you into a longer form of wage slavery. I, I know. I, I, I know it, it, you're saying it's different, but you're saying, well, they don't whip us and they gave us a plantation. What do you have? What do you have now? You guys, are, I just showed a video of a woman living in her car. I showed you another video of a woman who she's 60 and 70 living off of sucking off a homeless man. They literally, they said it was one thing and finessed you and it actually was a longer form of a servitude because of your ignorance. It's no, it's very little different. What I'm saying is it's different, but it's very little different. I know, man. I know it's hard for you because you don't want to believe that it could happen to you. This is what happens. You don't believe it can happen to you, but when it does, you don't want to admit it. Just admit it. They told you you were going to work off your student loan. They told you you're going to work off your little probationary period at your corporation. And they told you you're going to get these rage increases all the way through. And then they don't give it to you. And then they somehow finagle it. Oh, and then you're in some sort of situation, a pickle. They told you you're going to pay off your credit card debt. They told you you're going to do this. And then they know you're going to get in credit card debt. They know you're never going to pay it off. And they know you're going to be forever in servitude. I'm telling you, it's it's different, but it's not. It's slightly different. It's slightly different. Same thing with the prison industrial complex. They basically said, okay, there's no more chattel slavery, but we'll find a way to do what? Let you put yourself back into slavery. <laughs> they let you, they you literally volunteer for the service. Or they create a situation around their the, the way they police you. And then they let your own women volunteer you for slavery. How do the women do that? Plantation politics. They call the police on you. They call the over, overseer on you. They put you on the government. They put you on government debt. They put you on child support debt. Or you get an emotional death by simps. You have to do desperation uh, magic uh, hustles. And then you get caught. Short money. You make a little bit of money for two years. And then you go to prison for 40. Man, I'm going to tell you, it's pretty much the same story, similar, but 100 and 200 years later. And now they figured out how to get who? Not just black people. They can get white people to do this. They can get women to do this. And all they got to get you to do is think that you're independent. Oh, you are a free slave. Go on out there. You free. You free, go on out there and be free. Go out there and drink all the alcohol. Go out there and binge drink and binge eat and watch all your damn Netflix. Go on out there and watch your social media. And then 10 years later, <laughs> you crying. Oh, you singing that sad song. You ain't free no more. 
You're going to have to work it off. Not only are you not free anymore, by the age of 65, you're going to be broke. <laughs> but go on ahead. Buy up all the dresses and the shoes and buy up all the Jordans and all of that. Buy up all the cars and the rims. Buy all of that. Go, you free. Go, 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 go. So I could focus on my career. And guess what? They call calling it back when you hit 30. Or when you impregnate a woman, your ass on child support, and then they put your ass in jail like a slave. <laughs> I mean, yo, you can believe it. It's different if you want. But hmm, shout out to Dre says this agenda is literally creating a new underclass. You guys, most of us are on it for real. Dante says, Deontay says, can you talk about Dr. BOA chasing Jezebel? I don't know anything about that. Is it, did he do a video chasing Jezebel? I'm not sure what that is. All right, shout out to the doctor. Seth says isolated for, wait a minute. He says, isolated from your son, afraid new boyfriend will delete me. Help. Oh, so yes. Okay, so you're in a death by simp situation. So you're, I don't know how old you are. So it sounds like you have a four-year-old. So you're somewhere in your 20s, maybe late 20s. And so she's playing plantation politics against you. And she's using her enforcer, her simp enforcer, to threaten you, to keep you away from the child. I mean, guys, this is the same. This, this is scenarios that many women have made for themselves and only to find out what the new boyfriend eventually is going to leave. And then she's going to be end up being a single mother of that child. And she's going to blame you for not being there, <laughs> despite the fact that she sent the simp enforcer to delete, to delete you. Um, many men do have to just walk away from their kids and their sometimes there's no negotiating with terrors. People say stick in there and fight. Then you lose your life or you lose your manhood. You lose your, you're going to be a deadbeat anyway. These are situations where you cannot win. You got to walk away. Eh, but what about my seed or my son? Again, ladies and gentlemen of America, stop walking in the situations that are going to work against you. And then start complaining after the fact. Stop. I told you goofballs for the last four years. Stop impregnating these women. <laughs> and hoping that you're not going to be a statistic. Statistically, most of you guys that procreate in the next five years, something like 70% of you will not be even around that kid. You're not going to be around that. I'm sorry. I know people don't, well, that's not true. And some people will make it, well, most of you won't. By the time that kid is 10, 80% of you guys will be out of that kid's life. Especially if you're melanated. And 50% of you guys, if you're in the suburbs or the trailer park, you're going to be not there. I'm sorry. This is the way the world is. They, they incentivize them to remove you from the life. I don't know what to tell you. I can't change it. I wish I could change it. I wish I could change the mentality of these people. But you can't change the mentality of lemmings and knuckle draggers and mouth breathers. You can't. They're going to do what they do. And based on the patterns of human behavior, it's coming down the pike. Cut ties, skedaddle, move across the country. Is it worth it? Do you want to die? I mean, the guy's going to obviously confront you every time you show up. And then what's going to happen is if it goes left, you get deleted. He goes to prison. She's getting knocked up and inseminated by another man in no time flat. <laughs> I mean, 
the story keeps creating itself over and over again. How many times do we have to watch the same story? But Deontay says, uh, uh, wait, Donovan video title, Attention Men, Priceless Info. Shout out to Donovan. There, uh, Mitz, shout out to, sorry, Daryl Littleton, the second. Single moms are heroes, then single fathers are gods. Single fathers are gods. The stuff single fathers put up with or fathers put up with in general is absolutely atrocious. So what do we do to men here? All right. Jason Webb says, you have me rolling over here, coach. Thank you, Jason, for being here again. I try to keep the laughs up and make this funny. It's depressing stuff. But human beings will do the same thing. Somebody said, times change, people don't. Zone 864, so I can focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. All right. Zero Fallout says, AI is the next big thing. Big thing. China is ahead of us. Yeah. Um, should be interesting. Uh, people have been talking about this robot and dolls and all of this stuff. I think, I think, I don't think it'll be that like that. I think men are becoming desensitized to women. And I say this, what I mean is, what I mean to say is, there's a lot of men who, you know, there's a lot of people that like women and look to like to look at them, but a lot of women are so much putting themselves out there sexually that men are becoming like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, we want it, but we're like, eh. You know what I mean? It's kind of trashy. You know what I mean? Like, most men will be like, eh, like, why the hell? That desensitization is not good. So it might be good for someone's pockets, but long-term, um, if we see everything, we don't, uh, we're not going to actually, you know, desire it, and so we'll find another way. We'll find another way to find that. And I, what I, what I'm finding is younger people have fetishes that are like un, unachievable fetishes because they're desensitized to the average woman. I can put an average woman's picture up right now and dudes will be in here and the woman's a six and dudes will be in here saying she's a three. I can put up a glamour model who is an eight and they dudes will be saying she's a six or a five, right? Because we're desensitized to that type of thing. And then the girls have to do what? Get bigger and bigger breasts, bigger and bigger BBLs, bigger and bigger lips. And there's dudes with fetishes, furries. It's out of control, the fetishes. Because we're desensitized to the average, basic, average at best woman. We're, we're desensitized to her. That woman is plain. Uh, we look at her like, oh, God. And I'm like, that's what women look like. <laughs> that's that's a woman. Without all the, the snuffleupagus eyelashes, Without all the cake up, you guys actually have uh, been asking for trans energy and probably a poor, probably will be more attracted to trans people than you would be a woman. Because you guys are idolizing characteristics that that person puts on their face, but you can't even tell what gender they are at the end of it. It's so good what they're doing. It's so good what they're doing. You'd be, wow, I can't believe that person was a trans. Well, shit, like, look at it. Look at the energy she, she has or he has. I don't know how to say it. It's a weird time. And we're seeing too much. We're seeing way too much. Um, But this is the world you guys made. Shout out to Aston Bell. Sorry for the government name. Sorry. Mash on these gumps, coach. Peace from Nolans in the building. Shout out to Nolans. 
And by the way, I bring smoke to men, women, children. I don't care around here. People think I'd be bringing the smoke to women all the time. And I give them a hard time because they're the most programmable and they fall for the most agendas because they fall for the, the empty promises. And they always get finessed like slaves did. Right. And so I feel bad for them. <laughs> but uh, with all that being said, with all that being said, I bring smoke to everybody just to wake everybody the hell up. Zero fallout AI needs data to grow. Your digital data is food. All right. Uh, again, that's another essence of kind of a slave finesse. They give you something for free or they give you something somewhat free. And then you think you're getting something. Hey, I'm getting all of this free information, but you're the commodity. These companies sell you. Dating app companies sell your data so they can get more data in order to sell for you. They get inside your mind. This is AI. You're the AI. And so whatever they impute into you or program into you, uh, they get something to you for free and they collect data information. They're able to sell you uh, stuff. They're able to put specific things in front of you, suggest it. You depend on algorithms. You don't search for anything. You just go to suggested, suggested videos. That's how you search. <laughs> you go. So they're selling you. You're the so in essence, you're the slave. That's slow. Slaves are sold. And they're using you as a means to impute and program you and then to sell your information to other people so they can continue selling you. You're the commodity. Never say you getting anything for free. You're not. <laughs> By you signing up, click, click, click. You just say, give them access to my photos, give them access to my damn data, give them access. And then they give you a little button. Do you want to share this so we can do research? And then you go, no, I don't want to share my information. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. By the click of a little button, you're asking us not share your info. Good luck with that. Do you know many times? This is why the show's long, because I'm giving you info. Do you know many times you don't even own your photos on any or your content on anything you upload to some of these sites? Now, they might change that over time, and that may have changed depending on you. Sometimes if you upload it there, they own it. You got to know that, do you? Meaning they can put it in commercials. All of a sudden, you see your, face, your picture on the dating app commercial. What the hell? What? Hey, that's my picture. Yeah, we own that picture. You uploaded it to our platform. You uploaded to us. So we own that. And then you go, well, I'm going to delete my account. Mm -hmm. No, you deleted it off their page. It's not searchable for lemmings. But sure enough, if they need to pull that bad boy up, they can pull it up. They keep all of that data. <laughs> but I'm giving y'all too much. I'm giving y'all too much. Shout out. to. There's a lot of super chat. So I'm trying to catch up and I got more data to give you guys. Timmy says, sent to. Uh, sent you that peace leave. Inf oh, sent you. Sent you that peace leave inflation chart. Shout out to you. I'm going to check that out. Um, I might share it. It takes me a while to catch up on everything, but thanks for sending me that chart. I'm going to review it. And uh, Mikey Pressure says in New York City or New York State, child support is until after college. Yes, sir. Did you guys know that? Child support is till after college. So if the kid goes to college, still lives with the mother, 
while they're going to college, which a lot of mothers savvily will do. Hey, go to college, right? Go to college, stay at home, save some money, go to the college right there. And then she's still getting child support from the father. This is why some of you guys still live at home with your mother. Y'all didn't know that, did you? This is why your mother doesn't tell you to go live on your own because she can somehow, behind closed doors, sneaking steal money from the father. <laughs> so uh, Lamar Odom fit, figured that out. He thought because the kids were 18, he was like, I don't owe her any more money. She took his ass to court because the kids were 21 and 18, 21 and 19. They were going to St. John's University, but they stayed at home with the mom. And the mom was like, you owe me child support. He was like, no, I don't. My kid's grown. Guess what? He had to pay. He had to pay for adult kids. And it don't matter. The kids stay in college. I think it's 21 and in the college if it's New York. In California, it's 18 or high school or 19 in college. I can't remember what it is. I think in California, they shut it down at 18. All right. I don't think. I think if the kid's still in high school, you might they might push it a little further. Oh, it's 25. 25. Yeah, there's some places that have that. So it's crazy, man. Shout out to Public Light and Power. Last one, modern XXs will own nothing and be happy. All they'll own is their cell phone, and that's it. Cell phone, and that's it. Um, let me see. Child support, New York, 25. This is why I do what I do. Age 25. Let me see what state that is. We. This is why we do what we do. See here, how long do you have to pay child support in New York? Uh, New York is 21. Where's the one at 25? I know there's one that has one that could be as long as 25, but child support in New York. In New York State, a child is entitled to be supported by his or her parents until age 21. However, if the child is under 21 and is married or self-supporting or in the military, the child is considered emancipated and the parent's support obligation ends. So the child under 21 has to be married supporting themselves, meaning living outside of the mom's house or in the military for you to stop paying child support. If the mom's, if the child still lives with the mom, you still owe child support to the child, uh, to the mom, to the mom. And it's an adult. Oh, health insurance. Yes. Sometimes they can have to stay on your health insurance or you have to pay if the mom still, if the, if the kid's still living at home until 25 and uh, she's paying some sort of health insurance you might have to kick back money to her. You might have to kick money to her. But, man, this child support thing is a mess. All right? It's an absolute mess for a lot of men. Hey, let's share some more info while we're here. Why don't we? Oh, let's talk about the strong and independent thing. We're going to get back to it. Shout out to everybody that's still listening to this info. If you're at work listening to me, give me a holler. Holler, holler. Or dollar, dollar. Hey, check this out. I I'm going to play this video to set up the scene of uh, what we're talking about here. This video, I've played it before, but it's a good time to reference this. Uh, the culture that grew up with I don't need no man, they're now in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and we're going to show you what happens to them. Many of them, not all of them, many of them who've been sold a dream and so forth. Let's play it. And if you would like to be married to your baby's father, one. <laughs> The rest of you who don't plan to get married, why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You you already have your child to think about, and then a, a whole family to care to care for. You know, it's it's 
a lot of responsibility. And then you don't want the commitments. I don't want no man holding me down because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. I, I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the home. So, you know, it, it really, male figures are not substantially important in the family. Well, let's see how that turned out for them. Let's see how that turned out. Because you know you're going to hear, hear the sob story here. So I had to do this right here. Uh, play it, Bill. Fair use. Fair use on any of these YouTube videos. Fair use. According to Eviction Lab, there were more than 434,000 evictions last year. So for some context to this, the eviction moratorium was in place for a large portion of the year. But the number of renters at risk of eviction as of January spiked to about 3 million and counting. And of those, black women have the highest average of eviction filed against them at 6.2% compared to white women at 3.4%. Now that equates to one in four black renters living in a place where black eviction filing rates were almost double than that of their white counterparts. Sob story right there. Shout out to the Latinx women there. Uh, I got another one to show you here. Oh, wait a minute. Where's the video? Oh, don't tell me I lost it. Oh, shoot. There was another better one. There was another better video. I lost it in my tabs here. So there you go right there. That was one of the videos uh, showing there. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Let me see if I can find it because it's somewhere around here. All right, black. Oh, here it is, right here. It's right here. All right, so this is I, I knew I I knew it was close. Here it is, right here. All right, black women are getting evicted from their homes at an alarming rate. In fact, more than any other group, and that's according to a brand new analysis from USA Today, looking at four years of local and national data. Fair use to NBC. But why exactly is this happening, and can we do anything to stop it? Of course. Yes, we can. Joining me now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me ask that question again. And can we do anything to stop it? A full and national data. But why exactly is this happening? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked that question. Why exactly would something like that statistically affect black women disproportionately? Let's go ahead and play it again, Sam. And if you would like to be married to your baby's father. What? <laughs> 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 the rest of you who don't plan to get married, why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You you already have your child to think about, and then you have a whole family to care to care for. You know, it's it's a lot of responsibility, and then you don't want the commitments. I don't want no man holding me down because I I think I can make it as a single parent. I I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the home. So, you know, it, it really, male figures are not substantially important in the family. So she said her father wasn't in the home. So I'm going to keep fathers away from my home. They're not important. And then the very next damn four decades later, where are we at? Where are we at? Right here. And can we do anything to stop it? Of course we can. Joining me now. 
Of course we can. There's one very, 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 very easy solution to all of this, and it makes sense. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn. Y'all worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. people they won't connect these dots they think these dots are not connected they think that they can go through all of these type of things go through this type of thing julia this is all stuff that that, again it's the finesse they sold it to you for eight out of ten people it won't work the way they sold it to you they have no solution for you afterwards and then when you're stuck they constantly then false hope you false promise you Oh, if you do it this time, if you get us in this time, we're going to do this to get it. And then they don't do it. And then they're constantly stuck. And then they blame the other side. And the other side says, well, pick yourself up by your own bootstraps. We ain't going to help you. We pad in our own pockets with defense money because we're warmongers, right? And then they don't help you. And they say, we're going to give you all the resources to help you, but help your damn self, right? So this is what's happening. It's this ping pong back and forth effect of people depending on the government. And it's absolutely ridiculous. So I don't think you should depend on Republicans either. They ain't going to help you. They might throw you out here and say, hey, we're going to give you better jobs, but you got to go ahead and bring the rent home. It's on you. So you've been programmed with these beliefs constantly, believing that you're strong and independent, and then you're not. You're dependent highly on the government. So what happens? What's What happens more? This is what happens. Now we're going to get into it. This is what happens. City teachers flood sugar daddy sites for extra income. I got money. Oh, boy. So instead of being strong and independent, you become dependent on government. You can become dependent on education systems. You become dependent on throwing your baby daddies in jail and early terminations of pregnancy. And, oh, men. I got money. See, somehow you're not as independent as you thought. Yeah, being a wife, yeah, doesn't sound like exciting work. It's a sacrifice. But this strong and independent thing goes down the toilet. It collapsed. And now you are dependent on money. This poor woman right here. Oh, this beautiful little blonde teacher. Getting papped out by older men for money. It's reading, writing, and writhing. Hundreds of city teachers are boosting their incomes through lucrative liaisons with sugar daddies. Sugar babies who want to live their lives and better a lot, a better their career can't. Oh. Sugar babies who want to live their lives and better their career can't, especially when they are working multiple jobs. Quote, having a mentor or partner who exceeds what they already bring to the table can all uh, can allow them to focus on their goals and achieve their lifetime lifestyle uh, the way they want, right? I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Oh, man. Wow. See, that's independence. What about this? 
Women giving up women, woman gives up nursing job after ultimate ultimatum from employer over OnlyFans. We got to call it fans only over here. Sorry for the reading. Fans only account makes up to 75K a month. All right. So she was a nurse. She said, forget that nursing stuff because they want to fire my fire me. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and join over the lonely fans. We got the homeless chart right there. What is it right here? Uh, what is this? More than half of women expect to struggle financially later in life. We kind of already talked about that. Nearly one in three women in the U.S. feels discouraged about our finances. Women in the U.S. aren't feeling optimistic about their finances. So on the sneak tip, they do all of these things like depend on an old man, right? I got money. Or they depend on sims. Or they depend on the relationship later in life after they've had their fun. Now they say. What happened? Where did all the men go? Um, it says the gender gap, the gender pay gap explains part of what's getting them down, but it doesn't capture the full picture. A new credit karma survey finds stark differences in women and men's everyday interaction with money. I got money. Uh, revealing that women live with more debt, less savings, and less confident in their ability to retire comfortably overall. Women are twice as likely as men to associate negative emotions with their finances. I got money. Key findings, 51% of female respondents said that their income feels somewhat or very low, while only 31% of male respondents, you, you broke ninjas, you dusties, you dirties. Only 28% of women surveyed believe that they'll have enough money to retire comfortably. 28. Well, I mean, I mean that, that means there's 72% <laughs> that, oh, it says only 28% believe they help, they'll have enough money. Yeah, 72% believe that they don't have enough money. Twice as many men as women have less than $400 in total savings. While twice as many men as women have over $50,000 or more in total savings. Uh, 60% of women who work or have worked more than one job reported doing so to make ends meet. I got money. About half of women, 49%, have less than $100 or less in discretionary income each month. That's compared to 24% of men. In contrast, one in three men have more than $900 in discretionary income. I got money. Compared to 13%, more than two-thirds of women with debt, 68%, so they feel overwhelmed by debt with some frequency compared to only half of men. Now, let's go back to this chart. This is the reason why. Where's Leonardo? This is the reason why I mess around down here, okay? This is, what, this is the reason why I'm at the junior college. For people that keep wanting to call this perverted and whatnot, this is the reason why I hover around here, all right? Because I know that further I go up the age chart, the more of a financial situation that they're in that I don't want no parts of. I mean, you can act like you have a job. Listen, I don't care if you make $85,000 a year at your career. Doesn't mean you're not in debt. Doesn't mean that you're not in trouble. Okay. Jasmine Rice on me, but I'm not going to jump out here and let you, you know, you've lived your life. You lived all the party. You partied all the time. And now all of a sudden, now you want me to settle down and be financially, uh, uh, financially your, your bailout plan. Okay. And be the good man. And be the stepdad. No, 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 no. I know many of these young women are, are these older women above 32. They're in trouble. They're in trouble right here for uh, why 25% of working women in America are struggling financially. So these headlines are everywhere, man. 
And it says they work in jobs that are growing fast, pay less than $15 an hour. Uh, and they're female dominated. All these jobs right here, all of these careers and all of these uh, independence and degrees, it, it, they not, it's not working out. The 41-year-old who worked in early childhood education for 24 years says right here, uh, in, all of the, in all of those years, she made less than $15 an hour. Is she married? What? Except for one year when she was working in Washington, D.C., one of the most expensive places to live. Yep. Uh, Flakes, this is a woman named Leanne Flakes, who now lives in Tampa, Florida, often finds herself choosing which bills to pay, paying the electric once a month, and then the water the next. Quote, it's a daily struggle for me. Age 41. But she has a job, right? So I could focus on my career. Flake said in between rallies that were part of the nationwide fight for $15. Is this her? $15 an hour. Uh, this is how $15 an hour works. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, Americans, let's have a quick conversation. This is how $15 an hour works. If they pay you $15 an hour, if they pay you $15 an hour, Whatever it is that they're doing, they're going to have to raise the cost of whatever it is, whatever cog you're making. You know what I mean? Like you make, you make uh, whatever you would do here. I don't know what you would cost. Okay, say you work in childhood development, child development. You work for $15 an hour. They raise the, they raise your salary to $25 an hour. But to send my kid to your child development school is going to cost $4,000 a month which is going to make me say I'm not sending my kid to that school or that child development center. And then that's going to make their boss trim the fat. Well, we don't need all of you $25 an hour teachers because there's not enough students and so forth and so on. See, you can't just print out money and you can't just pay everybody higher wages because now everything costs more. And then people are going to make decisions i'm not going to pay that high cost i'm going to go over here or i'm going to quit my job and raise my own kids i'm going to homeschool my own kids and now you don't have a job <laughs> but for some people they don't get it pay me more okay i pay you more it costs more to do whatever service we're delivering or it costs more to put more burritos out there breakfast burritos now cost 25 bucks because i got to pay you 25 dollars an hour huh it don't make sense. It's economics 101, but people think they're going to go to a rally and bully people and make you feel sorry for their choices, their career path, their lack of uh, their so-called strong and independence, and they want to make you feel bad for not supporting them. No. Here's another one. Women still paid 83 uh, cent uh, for every dollar a man makes. Here's why. What? We still we still on that. We still on this. This is in 2020, May 2020, literally less than a month ago. 2022, sorry. May, I, my reading's bad right here. May 2022. It's hard to read publicly, by the way. Women are still paid 83 cents for every dollar men earn. We still on this. We still on this. We still on the gender pay gap. <laughs> no. It's a choice gap, obviously. You chose to go in a certain career because you felt good. You, you chose to do whatever this woman's doing. You chose to go into child development 
Now we combine all the incomes together. Men make more. Ay, ay, ay. We still pounding that out. Of course we make more money. Our jobs are riskier. Our jobs require more effort. I mean, this is overall, not specifically. There's got to be some woman out here. Not me, coach. I do. Okay, yeah. But overall, it could, this is what gender pay, this is what the gender cap is measured. It's measured overall. They just take every job and then put the income. They've put every job for man, every job for woman, and then they divide it down the middle and they go, oh, well, men make more. Of course. So when I paint a general picture, that's how I'm doing it as well. Uh, here's one right here. Pay gap increased by age. So here's the strong and this is how the strong and independent thing melts. This is what you have to look forward to. Yeah, the dirtier, dangerous uh, jobs. Men do dirt. There's, there's three Ds. Dirtier, dangerous, and there's another one. Here it is over time. This is according to the United States Census Bureau. Here's the gender pay gap here. Uh, 14 to 18, then 19 to 21, men slightly ahead. Then uh, 22 to 24, men slightly ahead. 25 to 34, men taking off. This is going to be where women stop and do their career. I mean, do their child rearing or single mother struggle between these ages right here. 35 to 44, uh-oh. And this is where, uh, see, men struggle financially up front. Right. But now they start to take off in their later years and then they can go over to the junior college. They don't have to marry you. But now you're here and he's here. Forty five to fifty four. Boom. Right there. Men start taking off like crazy. And of course, guess what? Many times women want to stop working by their mid 50s. They start doing less and less work or companies start to push them out and give them early retirement plans because they don't want to listen to their ideas anymore. They kind of phased out. They're like, oh, this person in the, you know, in the meeting, the human resource meeting. The human resource job that they can pay somebody $35,000 an hour for, but because they feel sorry for you, they pay you 80. And then you go in there and ask for a raise and say, I can't make, I can't live off of 80 grand doing this job. I deserve more. And then they push you out. They like, get out. <laughs> and then they hire another Kaylee that's going to do it for 36000 Meanwhile, you and they are mad, angry, disgruntled, all right, um, and, and hogging up the meeting time with your ideas that are about 20 years beyond technology or behind technology. So they like, just get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, you show up there, and I think we should do. They'd be like, man, would you get up out of here? Let me bring some sexy legs around here. And so then they call it ageism. And so according to this chart, you're seeing this kind of play out. And they say they got rid of me because I'm an older woman. That's not exactly why it has something to do with it. It's because you're probably demanding more income for a job that you're getting paid three times what you should be making because of longevity, right? So um, let me give you a couple more and then we'll do all the, the sponsors. Again, how student loan debt affects women. This is the thing, man. It's crumbling around us. It's a sad reality. You got finessed back into debt servitude. It's okay. Uh, just, just admit it. And by the way, the government's going to do absolutely nothing for you on this. If at best, they might shave off 5K right before the election. 10K right off the election. But uh, right here, let's, let's read a couple of things really quickly. 
I mean, this is the finesse of all finesses, and now you're stuck in it. Uh, here it is right here. Since according to the most recent report, women owe two-thirds of the nation's $1.7 trillion in this growing and outstanding student loan debts. Women, Guys, you guys are stuck in servitude. All right, women of color carry a disport, disproportionate burden. The study, Deeper in Debt, Women and Student student Loans, report that black women have about 20% more student loan, debt, student loan debt than white women, right? Researchers found that one year after graduation, black women on average owe more than other women with undergraduate student loans. On average, $44,000. This is the average. Compared to 38000 for Pacific Islander and Hawaiian women, 36000 for American Indian and Alaskan Native women, 38000 33,000 for white women and 29,000 for Hispanic women and 27,000 for Asian women. Black women on average also lead other women in cumulative student loan debt one year after grad school at $75,000 of debt. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right. And uh, compared to white women who had the lowest average of cumulative student loan debt among women after grad school, which was 56,000. So even white women after grad school, 56,000. All right, average, average. Here's one right here. I beat the game, now what? Even successful millennials who earn six figures see no end in sight for student loans. Even the six-figure earning millennials are struggling with student loan. And here you go right here. Let's go to the woke parade. She looks wokish to me, and very much she has her intellectual uh, pose there. She's telling me how smart, smart she is, and it means nothing, right? Our economy cannot support this type of uh, nonsense, or the government is dependent on you with this type of nonsense. Here it is right here. It says right here, the Connecticut-based media uh, executive that they were talking about. Oh, hold on for a second. Let, let's read the top. As she nears her 40th birthday this year. 40. This is why. Let me go back to my chart. This is why I be at the junior college. <laughs> Hell no. And if you ain't no college grad, I know you in a probably a worse position. All right. All right. Nope. I'll stay up at the junior college because I know that this is the story of many 40 year old women of any race. It's. It's what's it's the reality of our world. Why would I sign up for this? Now, they're not going to tell you that they're in this sort of debt, by the way. As she nears her 40th birthday this year, Gabrielle Cristobal, 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 <laughs> shout out to the people here, is by many definitions, the picture of success. <clears throat> the Connecticut-based media executive earns close to mid six figures. And remember I said, I don't care if you make 85K, what is your debt? What is your spread balance sheet looks like? What are your assets? What are your income? What is your debt? I don't care what you make. It means nothing what you make. But she makes mid six figures and no longer worries about paying bills on times. Quotes, I reached a point in my life where if I spend, if I want to spend $200 on Amazon for no good reason, I can, she says. That's an impressive feat for a millennial immigrant who moved to the U.S. from the Philippines when she was a toddler. Cristobal, Cristobal makes nearly four times the median U.S. household income of 84K. 
for Americans in her age demographic, age 35 to 44, not to mention she purchased her own home. Um, something only 43% of millennials have managed to do. Well, what could go wrong here? What, what's going wrong here? Man? I mean, what could go wrong here? There's no. I, I know this story is not going to take a bad turn. I mean, how would they set me up for this? Yet, it says, yet, while she largely, uh, why, wait, while she's largely been able to overcome some of the obstacles facing her generation, the worst economic downturn in decades, difficult labor ma uh, markets, stagnant wages, sky, how, uh, sky high housing, and healthcare costs, she hasn't escaped unscathed. What? Seven years after earning her MBA, and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. She still has just over $180,000 in student loan debt. I'm confused, y'all. Like, how in the hell? This woman was just bragging about being able to spend $200 on Amazon for no good reason. She has mid-six figures. <clears throat> she no longer worries about paying bills on time. She makes four times the median average. She owns her own one-bedroom, two-bathroom, three-bathroom townhouse. And she's in 180K student loan debt. Quote, it doesn't hurt me, but it's still a factor in my decision making, she says. I've always had to plan around the student loans. And now she faces new obstacles, including figuring out how to catch up financially after years of being broke early in her career. Her career. So I could focus on my career. And learning how to manage her newfound income. Her paycheck is taxed in the second highest tax bracket in the United States, which I just talked about. I was like, yeah, you guys are making that money, but you're in the highest tax bracket. And then you guys want to march against the taxes. Okay. Making careful financial planning more important and arguably more complicated than ever. She's frustrated by her high tax rate. All right. Especially when she knows other wealthy Americans have found ways to avoid paying the share. Quote, I beat the game, she says. You told me that I needed to work hard and join affluent America. No, I didn't tell you that. And she says, and I did that. And then you're going to punish me for it. I told you I was not oppressed with you Americans. <laughs> I told you I wasn't impressed by you. You guys go fall for the same cheese in the mouth trap every time. And then you complain about it. Listen, I made bad financial decisions. I got married. That was a bad one. I wish I can call that one back. But I can't. But I learned from it. You fall for the same thing over and over. You, you do the same things, and even when you they bump your income up to six figures, you still struggling.
mean, you still find ways to go. Yeah, but wow, man, that article was absolutely horrible. I I think I skipped some brothers, man. Fr Mike Frantentoro over here. I love your resiliency, losing cash app, but uh, like the engineer bunny, you keep going and going and going and then choosing success. Great work, coach. I want to show you, man, that I there's no quit in me. Um, you know, I've lost plenty of plenty of of things here trying to do this and get this message out. Have you heard me say anything negative about people? Yes, I'm cold. All right. I admit that I'm cold, just like the middle of the winter. All right. That's what I am. But with that being said, I haven't been hateful. I haven't called people names. And this is just the message people have to have men specifically. Where are we at? Uh, Mr. D. Washington, coach, you are right about mental health connected with physical health. Being overweight, you lack energy, drive, and motivation. Yep, and, and, and ambition. Many people can't put all of that together. I first say connect with your, connect with your health first. Start getting, like a lot of people, oh, I'm depressed. Go work out, man. Go, go get buff. I mean, come on. People are like, that can't just simply be it. The reason you believe that is because you've never been it. You've never been it, and it costs, and it's a lot of work. All right, go get fit. I mean, that's gonna start. That's gonna start going. That's gonna start the process. When I was fit, I literally had tremendous confidence. Tremendous. I mean, I already have confidence like crazy. All right, but I am an I am a dictator, right? I am a. Don't let me get in the power seat. Y'all gonna be mad. I'm gonna come out with my beret. In my little military uniform looking like Gomer Paul, I'll be like, hey, all of y'all simp salute the coach. Y'all be like, reporting for duty. Mm. <laughs> I'll come out. Dun, dun. They playing a march song, death march. Dun, 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 dun. Here I come, little tyrant down the street. Dun, 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 dun with my beret on. Everybody salute me. Hey, coach. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, Black Mussolini. <laughs> All right, all of you peons. All right, ladies, take off your shoes, everybody, right now. Take them damn shoes off. No shoes around here. Everybody's like, what are we doing today, coach? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, don't get me up in there, power seat. Don't put me in the presidency. I'm going to act a fool. All right, but with that being said, your confidence will boost if you get fit. You got to get fit. And there's too many people overweight. When I see you complaining that you overweight about something else, I'm saying it's probably tied to that, right? Let's cut the weight down first. Cut the weight down. I swear to God, you'll stop crying in the kitchen late at night next to your empty pint of Haagen-Dazs. I swear to God, you will. <laughs> but do you, boo. Hold on. I'm literally behind on, I got to get all of these cash apps. And it's like, I don't know, did they did they go out of order on me? Because I skipped some people. Then I'm seeing some people I caught up on. So I'm going to have to catch up. I'm going to have to figure this out. Shout out to B, oh, Gift of Gab LLC. He says, my nine-year-old son's mom mentioned me wanting her to have it, a termination after I dropped her off for spending the weekend with me. She just being spiteful. So, wait a minute. So, you have a nine-year-old already. Huh. 
Interesting there. That's an interesting. I don't know what's going on there. So you that's your baby mom and you still hitting it, I guess. That's what it sounds like to me. I might be wrong there. KT King, good morning, coach. Kids don't need a father figure. Kids need the actual father to raise them. Men who are fathers, usual, he says, unless actual violation occurs, are not replaceable or disposable. A, a red flag of any woman is any woman that tries to push the father out by any means, right? Any woman that keeps a father away intentionally has got to be one of the most evilest people on the planet Earth. I mean, that's actually putting, but these people are selfish. Right. They're literally going, I'm going to keep the father away, knowing full and damn well down the line, they're going to complain about the father not being there. <laughs> and they're only doing it for either financial incentive or out of spite. It's pure evil what they're doing. There's no much more evil people than that because they're contributing to the delinquency of society. Not of a minor, you're contributing to the delinquency of society. Now, if the father left and he just was like, I'm not dealing with that, that's a different story. That's probably two in 10. Two in 10 dads probably was like, I'm out. Most of the fathers that are not in the kid's life had to fight to not even be, to be cut out. Like to, they had to fight to be partially in the kid's life. And even when they were partially in the kid's life, the mother made it so much so that the dad was like, I'd rather not even pull, put up with this. And then he left. And then, then that woman's going to go, well, your father wasn't there and I have to serve the both roles. It's a literally a clown circus when I hear people talk their way through this and try to make sense. When you ask them, did, you, did the father fight for custody? Yeah. Did he pay his child support or did he attempt to pay his child support? Did you keep taking them to court to child support? Yeah. You pushed them. You pushed them. All right. So anyway, Mr. Jordan J says, uh, I've had more success going monk mode. And he says, monk money mode and grinding. My future has changed for the better. Thank you, coach. I know you guys want love, but this is not the time and place for that. All right. You can buy that. You can buy it. You can buy somebody to love you for about the time you need to love them. Andre416 says, I just whipped your ass. He says, I'm working now, but I'll catch the replay back on Spotify. This should be a good one. Appreciate you, Andre416, I believe it was. We got a couple more that I need to get on. Turnpike Tyrone says, have you seen the video of the TikTok where there's a stepdad telling a 29-year-old stepson he needs to grow up and move out? The mother said he can leave when he wants and told the stepdad to leave. Wow. Wow. Anybody that chooses to be a stepdad, I got a question. Why would you do that? Like that woman said in the Biden video, why would you do that? Chris, why would you do that? Wow. I got to get that video. Anybody that can link that video to me? If they can kick a biological father out, they damn sure going to kick you out. All right. No government name. Call me RN. Here's a gallon of gas for the 9-11 and a big gulp. Appreciate you, man. Check out this video. Um, um, comedian Marvin Hunter. It's a granny daggering a guy that looks like you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Shout out to me and my granny fetish. 
I wonder if y'all can see the video. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. Oh, the daggering. I remember I talked about that, right? I talked about daggering the other day. So here it is here. Let's see if we can play the video. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Jesus. I should have watched the video first. I should have watched the video. Oh, by the way. That's one of the best thing about older women right there. They nasty. Older women nasty. They, they not going to tell you they nasty, but them older church women be nasty. Charge it to the game. Shout out to TW. Appreciate you, man. Charge it to the game. That's what we do around here. A couple more. Wow. That was crazy. I should have watched it first. Raza says, my baby mother will divorce her husband of 10 years with five children, two of which are mine, and I'm not happy. But I'm laughing all the way to the bank. Free agent lifestyle, 150K, multiple income earner in tech, flying to Miami Beach this weekend. With a couple of flatbacks who's competing for who can succeed the best in the penthouse style. Shout out to you. Hit me with the junior college song, Coat. And this is the only way for men to thrive and stay alive from these, we'll say, relationships. Most of them are bad, bad deals. When you figure out the free agent lifestyle and make it work for you, it's it's one of those things that's life-changing. Life-changing. Um he says, hey, yo, coach, look up the name Days of Noah and check out his how media shaped a generation. Yeah, man, I want to check that out. Um, what, what happens is um, a lot of us have been propagandized. Um, and Generation X, your propaganda was MTV. Millennials, your propaganda was MySpace um, and somewhat. Um, anything that came after that fake book, fake book, MySpace in the generation Z, your propaganda is Instagram and TikTok, TikTok. And the baby boomers were, uh, the Bill Cosby show <laughs> baby boomers was so all kind of hopium. Okay. How many baby boomers ended up just like they told you you would end up <laughs> newspapers, magazine, magazines, magazines. That's the baby boomers go-to method of propaganda, magazines. They read everything out of a magazine. They went to the magazine store, magazines, magazines. They had big collections of magazines. They still got collections of magazines. Oh, magazine. <laughs> like who reads magazines? By the time somebody reads a damn magazine, they like 14 years too late. Oh, uh, Cosmopolitan Magazine, uh, House and Decoration Magazine, Maxim Magazine, Playboy Magazine, TV Guide Magazine, Time Magazine, <laughs> Jet Magazine. The baby boomers were sucked in on magazines. They couldn't get enough of magazine, 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 magazine. <laughs> mm. L Magazine. Reader's Digest. Yeah, man. Ebony, that dude, y'all hooked on magazines. That was like your damn crack. Baby boomers. If they got rid of magazines today, they would be stuck. What, 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 what are we going to learn? Where are we going to get all our information from? Where are we going to get all our programming from? Magazine. Source magazine. Oh, magazines. 
<laughs> oh my god anyway shout out to the baby boomers we love you billy the kid says i don't have any kids i don't want any kids vasectomy gang i'm not dealing with no baby mama terrorists see you at the local the local junior college coach free agent for life it's a little pervy they said earlier but no i'm just joking where are we at here we got like four more paypals uh no we got three more we got three more good luck out there for the men who you know you're finding a girlfriend right now you got a girlfriend you got you knocked her up uh from the ascend the ascendant one the biggest problem with the womanist movement is that it makes women reject their feminine traits under the guise, under the misguidance of womanism, women no longer want to be loyal or nurturing. They find that as a negative, right? They try to fight against that. And he says, uh, as a result, they created a generation of men who no longer aspire, aspire to provide, protect, and respect women because they can access them and replace them so easily with another ratchet. I can't say that part, but he says men are struggling with relationships because of the type of woman that men want do not exist right and so men settle men are settling right now no no doubt men are settling now they're just happy to have someone uh, but that person oftentimes is negotiating with them uh, i'll give you this i'll give you enough here all right bbc gang we up nasty boys checking in appreciate the consistent streams coach pause and shout out to the pause on the bbc last paypal and then we'll do the last cash apps this is from Jesus Romero. Yo, coach, I took the year off so my wife can focus on her career, her podcast. Wow. What could go wrong? So I could focus on my career. She ended up divorced after all of that. Guys, it's a trap. Um, it's a trap. Somebody once, once attributed a quote to Harriet Tubman. If you follow Dane Calloway, you'll learn about Harriet Tubman, by the way. You'll be shocked. You'll be like, what? But anyway. <laughs> Um, most people, I mean, some the quote attributed to Harriet Tubman was, I, he says, I, she says, I freed a thousand slaves. I would have freed more if they would have known they were slaves. And I thought that was an interesting quote because a lot of people today, they don't know you're a slave. You don't even realize it. Now you complain, right? You, you literally be like, well, I have debt and child support and well, you're a slave. I mean, when I tell you that, you get upset. I ain't no slave. Okay, what would you describe yourself as? What would you describe yourself as? Are you free? What freedoms do you have? I'm just asking. I mean, I'm not trying to say you're not. What freedoms do you actually have? I mean, you have to do a job and a side hustle. You're not very free. You barely can leave your house without thinking about uh, overdrafting your ATM. Uh, overdrafting your bank account. So you have to stay in the house and come up with all kinds of ways to entertain yourself as if you were a slave in the slave quarters at night. You can't leave your house. Many times you guys get curfews and placed all over. Like, how free are you actually? Like on Friday, can you take the Friday off and be like, hell no, I ain't got to go to work today. Can you do it? Probably not. Most of you guys can't. Your boss, your manager, your overseer orders you to be at work. You'd lose your job. Can, do you have extra income when you, if you work on a buy, bi-weekly pay system? Can you, can you go spend frivolously before your pay period is over? I mean, come on. It is what it is. Do you have debt? Uh, can you get rid of your debt? Can you bankrupt your debt? Can you bankrupt your child support debt? 
Nope. Can you bankrupt, bankrupt your student loan debt? Nope. That don't sound very free. Yeah, can you, are you a slave to social media, right? Can you get rid of your Instagram? I guarantee you this, and I'm not saying I want you to do this. Try to delete, delete your Instagram account. I mean, delete it. Like when it says delete, delete it and say permanently delete my Instagram. I bet you can't do it. <laughs> you would be like this. You were like, I can do it. You get down to the delete, delete this account. And then it says, are you sure you want to delete? Are you sure you want to permanently delete your, uh, your, your Instagram account? You be, you can't do it. You won't be able to do it. <laughs> and then you'll come up with all reasons. Well, you know, my sign in for Instagram and Facebook, you know, are all connected to my Google and connected to my Home Depot account. So I'm going to need this account. You can't do it. That means it owns you. It owns you. You don't own it. It owns you. Get rid of it. <laughs> I'm not encouraging people to delete their Instagram, but what I'm telling you is admit. Again, first stage is acceptance. You have to admit that you fell for the programming and you got finessed. You're not as free as you thought you were. Albert E. says the devil always comes back for his gifts. Receipt in hand. The devil will always come back for his gifts. Whatever they give you, that's why they call it making a deal with the devil. Deontay says those are both videos on, wait. You mean YouTube or yet? I can't wait. Those are both videos on yet. I'm not sure what that means. What were you talking about? Oh, oh. He was talking about the video about, oh, the oh Dr. Uh, Dr. BOA. Yeah. Uh, Todd Cummings says, yep, $1 per view. Appreciate you for that one there. And I think that's going to be it. Thanks for everybody for hanging in there, hanging in there for a good couple of solid hours. Oh, you meant YouTube. So you're talking about Donovan and, and, and BOA. I'll try to catch up to those. What do we got? It's Tuesday. Slow Tuesday for some of you guys. Get your lowest hanging fruit on in on Tuesday. Never give them Friday or Saturday. Never be seen out in public with them. <laughs> Just joking. Enjoy the rest of your day. We should be back later this evening. And let's cue up somebody to let you guys go out with some shuffling music. Here. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.